It's to me, it's a formula I've been trying to uh, adhere to as close as I can. Hello, good afternoon. It's Wednesday. Is it Wednesday? Yes. Tomorrow's Music Thursday. It is on. We have very special guests for tomorrow's show. Someone call me up later on and remind me to tell you about that because it's going to be very, uh, very exciting. We may have a very special caller on Friday as well. I've had some tempting emails. I'll tell you more of that later on. On with today's show, though, lots and lots of stuff to get through. Uh, if you want to join us, well, I'll give you the phone number in a few minutes. So, uh, I'll tell you what I noticed. Uh, wait for the music to finish. Put me off a bit there. Well, I noticed listening to Clive Bull last night between 8 and 12. He had lots of new people. He had a guy call in who'd only just found the radio station like 20 minutes before he called in. So, I'm aware there are new people listening. So, I will give out the phone number in a few minutes. So, um, you know, go on to get ready. When did Tony Blair start wearing glasses? He's been on TV all afternoon. Now, have I, have I just not been noticing him? Uh, but TV this afternoon, I was watching him, and he pops up and he's wearing glasses. And he, But he's wearing the wrong kind of glasses as well. He's kind of wearing, um... Who's that foreign man that used to manage England? Er- Ericsson, Sven and Ericsson. He's kind of wearing those glasses where it's just glass and there's no frame. A bit like Agent Chris's glasses. A pointless reference to you, dear Londoners. I'm guessing you've never seen the fool's face. But they're just glass glasses, okay? There's no frame involved. They're just glasses like that. What he needs is a kind of bookish, sort of black-rimmed, thick, black-rimmed glasses, doesn't he? They're the the cool glasses, because some glasses are cool. I don't need glasses anymore. Sorry, I've just eaten a stat load of Maltesers. For some reason, there's a box of free Maltesers. Oh, Helen. No. I don't think so. Helen's put on Chris's glasses. It's strange, isn't it? When people have got glasses, I've done this, with with, with other people's glasses and with my own glasses, people always go, oh, let's try them on. Let me try. Let me try. Look at me. I've got glasses on. Yeah, and they do, don't they? They still got your glasses. And I know, uh, Chris. Does it annoy? I know it's not saying that because Helen's just done it. But when you're in pubs and stuff, and your mates say, "Let's have a go at your glasses," does it annoy you, or does it make you feel part of a group? I love it. You can hear him chomping on more teasers. You love, you love it when they do that, do you? I feel part of the group. All right, nice side. I would have thought most people have annoyed it. But why, why would it, why should it annoy you? You know, it's, what, it, what they're saying is, you've got something funny on your face, let's have a go. And that's a nice thing to say, isn't it? I think that's a nice thing to say. You know, you look weird, I want to see what it feels like to look weird. Oh, it's weird, isn't it? That's, that's what it's, it's there for. I don't know. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. There's a number. I gave a warning three minutes ago, I was giving it out, and I've given it out. If you missed it, I'll give it out again in a minute. Simple as. Uh, anyway. Yes, oh, so, yeah. Lots to talk about, and I'm going to go off on lots of tangents today. I apologise if I do that, because this should have a linear thought. But, lots of bags of Maltesers downstairs. Now, Maltesers are quite solid. If I were to chuck this packet of Maltesers full pelt at Agent Chris's stomach or face, would it hurt? Chris and I were trying this outside, and then we sort of bottled it and both ducked out of the way. So I need to know, have you ever uh, thrown a packet of, of, of these at someone, and does it hurt them? It's, I know it's not, you know, the biggest thing that, uh, mm, mm. uh It's not the biggest thing we could talk about, but I'm kind of keen to know. 0870 I also need to talk to you about running today. I need someone uh, who uh, is a, a keen runner. I, I want a runner and I want a jogger to call me up today, and we, we need to first of all find out the difference, and I need to know, when you run, do your feet leave the ground, okay, let's just establish that once and for all, okay, 0870 you can email ian at lbc.co.uk, so, there we go, there's a few things that we've kicked off with, uh, when did Tony Blair start wearing glasses, 
Why do uh, people who've got glasses get upset at being called specky four eyes and get upset when their friends say, let's try on your glasses? Why do people say, let's try on your glasses? Do Maltesers hurt you? Uh, and when you run, do your feet leave the ground? That's five, four or five things that we've just thrown out there at the start of a show. That's crazy. Kev is in the Windsor. Kev, which one of those can you answer? Uh, well, the Tony Blair one, um, if I remember correctly, I remember seeing Tony Blair wearing glasses beginning of last year, Ian. Oh, OK, fine. There we go. That's, that's, and let's just, let's just write that off. Is that OK for you? Yep. Done. Excellent. Thank you. Good lad. Nice. Ian. Yes. I, obviously, the listeners may not be aware, but I did email you yesterday, didn't I? Uh, you certainly did. With regard to a feature. Yes. On a, another radio station. Yes. However. Yes. I've cross-promoted your show onto a national radio station. You're referring, of course, to Chris O'Connell, who does, uh, who, who stole my act and does the breakfast show over, over on another station, and you mentioned me on his show, which was very, very kind, and you want me to I phone up like his you. show and take part in his spot a celebrity feature. It's called Who's Calling Christian, Ian, okay, and yes. you are the celebrity, so yes. if I'm allowed to read you the card that I've printed off, yes. it says... Oh, God, I don't, know if we, I, don't know if, I don't know if we're allowed to do this, go on. Do it, do it, do it quickly. You have been approached by a uh, <coughs> listener on behalf of the Christian O'Connell... All right, yep, 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 yep. So, Ian, I am asking you now... Yes. ...would you be my chosen celebrity to take part in this feature? No, I'm not going to do it. I'll tell you why. Because I've heard that thing, and they have people like Jack Bauer phoning in. And Roger Daltrey of The Who. So I phone up, and O'Connell in, uh, with the, is going to just take the mickey out of me. Well, I spoke to his producer yesterday, and yes. once again this morning, Rocky... Yes, yes. Uh, You may be aware of Rocky. I've worked with Rocky, yes. You worked at yes. another radio station in London, didn't you? Yes. That you've been yes. back from twice? Yeah, yeah, all right, get, Kev, listen. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, you're fine. Uh, I'm not going to do it. Uh, I, I, I take the point, but uh, no, and we, we, you know, we shouldn't really talk about them that much, for goodness sake. This is LBC 97.3. Home of the hits. Are we, are we home of the hits? Is that what we do? I can't remember our catchphrase. Doesn't matter. Carol is in the Dagenham. Hello, Carol. Hello, Ian. Hello, Carol. Ian, yes. the Maltesers. You're all out of breath, aren't you? I am. What's <laughs> wrong with you? I'm a bit excited to speak to you again. Oh, what, uh, what again? So hang on a minute. So uh, I spoke to you yesterday. Oh. You cut me off when I said that you like orange peel. Oh, yes, you were, you were the, one of the potty women who phoned in yesterday. Yes, yes, I am. We had a lot of weird... If anyone missed the show yesterday, it was good, but it was full of fruitcakes. <laughs> and I think Carol was one of them. I am, and I've got another one for you. Okay, lovely. But I don't know if it hurts anyone to throw a packet of Maltesers, but I would like to know how many Maltesers you can get in your mouth in one sitting. Oh, okay. I, I can get 32 in my mouth. 32? Yeah. Well, there's not that many in a, in a packet. Oh, you have to buy a couple. Oh, well, I'll, uh, th- hang on, you can get 32, can you? Yeah. I reckon I could easily get, um, I could get 50 in. It's not as easy as it sounds. I could get 50 in. You start to dribble, it's not very nice. Well, it doesn't matter, it's on the radio, it's fine. But you can get 32. I'll tell you what we'll do. Go on. We'll do that after four. Chris, we need to get some more of these, I'll stop saying Maltesers, because we're probably plugging them a little bit too much than is legally allowable. We'll get, get, get like half a dozen packets. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, but we'll uh, uh, can we have another can we have another competition vote kind of thing because that's easy yeah, to do. Uh, people want to phone in and know how many of these little chocolate balls I can shove in my mouth. I uh, don't think you can do more than thirty-five. Oh, I'll I do really more. Don't. I'll do more than thirty-five. So, Carol, you're saying thirty-five, are you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, thirty-five. Okay, you're saying thirty-five. Whoever gets the closest mm-hmm. uh, will win like, a, 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 a book. We'll win something that's in a drawer. Okay. More teasers. Oh, yeah, nice, <laughs> nice one. Okay, but Can I win something anyway? Because I've already done 32. Uh, no. Nick! Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm a jogger, yeah. I bought a pedometer yesterday to measure how many steps I do in a day. Oh, that's... I'm supposed to do 10,000. Yes. And I, I jogged over Hampstead Heath, three and a quarter miles on this thing. Yeah. It was only 6,879 steps. Right. And I was exhausted. I was figuring, how the hell are you supposed to do 10,000 steps in a day? But you're supposed to do 10,000 throughout the day, not just in a, in a three-mile jog. Yeah, but it's quite a lot. You know, 10,000 is a lot. But that's throughout. But that means you know, using the stairs instead of getting lifts, and um, you know, yeah. walking, getting off, getting off a bus. I'm stop. a driver, you see. I need to exercise, otherwise I'll get fat and stupid. Well, I, it may be too late for one of those things uh, <laughs> to be stopped. Uh, but I don't. Sometimes I don't lift my feet off the ground. It's true. I look as if I'm jogging. All I'm really doing is moving my arms vigorously. Do you do that kind of running? You know, when you're crossing yeah. the road and you see a car coming, you go, "Oh, quick, move out of the way!" and you start running, but you're actually moving slower. Than if you were walking, it's it's just more of a symbolic yeah. run. I know. I think it, you, you do use more energy if you sort of wave your arms about a bit and look as if you're running. When really, probably you're only really sort of walking, really. Okay, but the question is, yes, when you run, not jogging, when you run, yes. do uh, is there a point in the run when both of your feet are off the ground? I think there must be. I think that yes. is the definition of running. That's surely. the definition of running. I was having a huge row with Chris earlier on. Uh, in yeah. fact, we were running outside LBC Towers for about 15 minutes, looking yeah. stupid. Uh, and Chris is going, no, your feet don't come off the ground, but they must do if you're running. Yeah, because the Olympics, the walking competitions, they check to see that your feet don't leave, both feet don't leave the ground, don't the they? The speed walking. Nick, thank you for that. We'll talk more about that in a minute. Sign now to get the latest LBC 97.3 travel news with Alan Joyce. And we're still with problems south east of town on... Teaser's running at her mouth. I don't think I can do more than 30, actually, thinking about it. I don't think that's going to be slightly uncomfortable. I don't even like them that much. They're all right. I've had four packets already today. So that's bad. I'll help you. What? By putting them in your mouth at the same time? No, I'll help you put them in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear London, excuse me. Uh, 0870 is the phone number. And, and, and also, I need to find out, I was genuinely having a row with Chris. When you run, of course your feet lift the ground. At some point, uh, you are not touching the ground. That's the definition of a run. He doesn't believe that. So we were outside, and I was showing him jogging. I was showing him that speed walking, which is the gayest walk. I, have you ever seen people who speed walk? Sometimes you see them in, around Regent's Park and things like that, and it's just... Oh, it's awful. And it's an uncomfortable walk because your buttocks just wiggle up and down, you know. Uh, 0870 If you're a runner and you can, you can just prove to me that you, your feet leave the ground when you're running. Uh, Angie. Hello, Ian. H hello, Angie. Um, I've only been listening to LBC for three weeks. I found it by accident. Okay, when you say by ac how did the accident happen? Um, I don't know, I pressed the right button. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, there you go. Um, it beats watching the television. Well, um, yes, it, it does at this time of day. Oh, absolutely. Um, anyway, I think you get 48. Oh, oh, there we go, you're going for the thing. Okay, so 48 uh, in, in the mouth at one go. Uh, I don't think I'm going to get more than 20, to be honest, because uh, it's... Well, that... If that lady on the phone can get the amount she can get in, yeah, you think... can get 48 without, in. Without being rude to Carol, I think she had a big gob, do you know what I mean? Oh! Oh! Seemed... Oh, bitch! No, but she <laughs> see. I, I just got the impression that she had a big, really big mouth that was just, it didn't shut up at all. Well, drink some water before you swallow them. It makes... Well, don't swallow them. Just get them in your mouth. Well, can, I say, can I say, people listening at home, don't try this, because you might choke. 
Absolutely. Uh, but, but, uh, yeah, it, it's, uh, mm, we'll, we'll have a go. Okay, Angie, you, you're on the list. We'll, we'll, we'll keep your details, and if you win, I won't get 48. Oh, by the way, coming up in, in just over an hour's time, you can hear what happens, uh, when I met a guy called Martin for 22 minutes and offered him the opportunity to buy me a drink in a, a feature that, uh, we have been doing, uh, regularly. Kelvin is in the Wembley. How you doing, Ian? I'm, I'm all right, Kelvin, actually, yes. Um, you wanted to know if you could hurt someone with a Malteser or Maltesers. Yes. Um, don't know if you can do it with a Malteser, but when I was younger... Yes. ...I knocked somebody out with a Rolo. Oh, bloody. It was just a one Rolo as well. What did you do? What it was, we was, um, hanging around the train station like you do, yeah. teenagers, and, uh, we were eating these Rolos, and the left turned up who we didn't like. Yes. And, uh, he's standing there chatting, uh... One of the other lads, and yeah. I said, "Watch this." So I'm going to get him in with this Rolo. Yes. So I've got this Rolo. I've launched it as hard as I could. Okay. Oh, as I've thrown it, yes. My mates is run in front, and it's hit him in the temple, and he's gone straight down, like being shot. What? We ran, we ran over to him. He's laying on the floor, and within about ten seconds of this Rolo hitting him, he had a big lump on his temple, oh. and he actually had a circle mark. Whether I lied him. <laughs> right, Kelvin, are you in any way bionic at all? Do, do you... <laughs> oh, no, Ian. Okay. Um, yeah. it, it was just clear. It looked like someone had shot him, literally. He was wow. running, and the next minute he was on the floor, and then he had Well, this can I just say, we, we do not condone down. the use of any chocolate or confectionery as weapons, uh, except in <laughs> self-defence, even then it's probably wrong. Uh, but, Kelvin, you're a very, very naughty person. And was he actually knocked out? Uh, for about three minutes. He actually come round, his eyes were quite glazed over. Blimey. You know, we were quite worried. But the other thing, you, um, yes. cut me off yesterday before I could get the chance to mention something else to you. Oh, yeah, go on. You was going on about having Cole Kennedy on, on, uh, Music uh, Thursday. Oh, yes, yes. A couple of years ago, my son played a football tournament in Butlins. This in is Cole Kennedy from Neighbours, by the way, who we're trying to get on, because uh, he, he, he does country music, and we're trying to get him on the show. Yeah, my, uh, son played in a football tournament in Butlins in Bognor. Yes. And, um, he was the live act on the Saturday night on the main stage. And, um, you don't want him on a music Thursday. No! <laughs> no, don't say that! We sent him emails and everything. Wait, was he, was he rubbish? Yeah, he was. But the, the funny thing is, they had, uh, he had young girls and, uh, what? some mums going at the side of the stage afterwards. Yeah. And he was giving them copies of his album and they, he was signing them for them. Yeah. And I just looked at him and thought, how sad he is. Oh, no, Kelvin, <laughs> no. I, I'm sure he's, I'm sure, uh, Carl Kennedy, or whatever his real name is, <laughs> Alan something, uh, is, uh, is excellent. Hey, guess who we've got coming on tomorrow? Um, Red Hot Chili Peppers? No, we've got Paul McCartney coming in. No, you haven't. No, we haven't at all. But, uh, for a <laughs> second, p- people were in a world going, what? He's got, he's got McCartney coming. Oh, no, no, we've got, have you seen, my, my new favourite show at the moment is a thing on MTV, and they show it on Channel 4 as well, I think. I don't know how that happens, how a show can be on two channels at once. But Totally Boy Band, have you seen that? I haven't seen it, now. I've it's, heard about it. There's been posters everywhere. It's, it's genius. It's where they get five members of different boy bands. So they've got, uh, a guy from Steps, a guy from S Club 7, a bloke from New Kids on the Block, a 911 and Dane Bowers, uh, and they try and make the super boy band. And it's, the, the TV show is the funniest thing I've seen, man. It's genius. Uh, and, uh, uh, I bet they sound good. Well, they're, well, they're coming in tomorrow, <laughs> so we'll find out. Are they seriously? Yeah, they're coming in. Well, I, all of them? Uh, well... All except for the guy from Steps, because they got together and they sacked him. Did they? They sacked Lee Latchford Evans for being really lazy and rubbish and not being able to sing. So you've got four of them coming in tomorrow? We've got four of them coming in tomorrow. 
I'll make sure I listen. Eh? Excellent stuff. It's going to be Chris. Do we know what time the Upper Street is? That's their name. Do we know what time they're coming in tomorrow? Three thirty. Excellent stuff. Very, very exciting. If you've not seen it, they show it on MTV all the time, and they have recaps. It's probably on this afternoon about half five. I don't mind you bunking off to go and watch a bit of Totally Boy Band. Uh, and, and, and just catching up with the story. It's genius. What a great idea. You just get members of boy bands to make the super boy band called Upper Street. There's a brilliant bit in it. They're called, they're called Upper Street. And they, they, they have like two weeks to come up with a name. And they can't come up with a name. And there's a brilliant bit. I, if I've got it on my Sky Plus, I'm going to tape it off and bring it in. Where Dane Bowers, they choose the name Upper Street. And Dane Bowers is going to the manager. Yeah, like, we're going we're gonna to call ourselves Upper Street because uh, it's like, that's like where we live. And because what it's saying is like, we're like the upper street. It actually says that. It's, it's beautiful. And uh, the, the song is fantastic. The, 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 song, the single they've got out is superb. Uh, so they're going to be in tomorrow. So that's very, very exciting. Paul is in Chingford. <laughs> Hello, mate. How are you? You're all right, aren't you? Giggling yeah. away there like I'll, a loon. Oh, it's just that name, Upper Street. It just does it to me every time. It's great, North isn't it? North London boys, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I'm excited. <laughs> anyway, yes, what can I do for you, Paul? Yeah, my sister-in-law, absolute legend in the small geezer business. Excuse she me? Small geezers, small geezers. Oh, right, is that what called small geezers? Yeah, small geezers, where you been? Yeah, okay, I've never heard that. No? Oh, not chocolates, they're small geezers. Yes. Anyway. Yes. She can fit 38 in, starts to dribble a little bit. Yes. But she does it at 39,000 feet. She does what? She does it at 39,000 feet. We can only get her to do it when we're on the aeroplane. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. It's, it's one of those things. You know when you're bored? Yes. You're flying somewhere and you're bored. And Carl, the kids go, oh, come on, Mum, see how many you can get in today? Yes. And off she goes. She can get, hang on, I'm confused. She can get 64,000 Maltesers in her mouth. <laughs> no. Is that what you said? I missed no, a bit. she can get 38, 38 Maltesers. When she's 64,000 feet up in the air. At 39, I've got you. How many, how many do you reckon I can get in there? Uh, it's a tough one, but it's the dribbling bit, mate, that gets you. Really? Yeah, it is the dribbling bit. Mm. You know, once you get to the 30s, you start to dribble and you start to gag. Yeah, all right, steady on, but mate. It's good. <laughs> it's, uh, have a crack. I, I, would go, I would go with you about 31, 32. 31. So you think I'm going to do less than your wife? Not my wife, my sister-in-law. Your sister-in-law. I do, I, but Paul, I do apologise. We will find out uh, more of your votes after this. Wouldn't it be good if you... Bang, I was doing this now. Later on, after four o'clock, I will shove as many chocolates in my mouth as I can. If you want to have a guess at how many that will be, 0870 and we'll give, like, some chocolates to you for getting it right. It'll be like one bag or, or something uh, like that. Uh, also, I, I need to speak to runners and joggers. Do, you, do your feet leave the ground when they run? When you run, of course they must do. That's what defines a run. A jog, your feet are on the ground. A speed walk, your feet have to be on the ground. That's part of the rules. But when you're running, surely, the, with every step, you rise off of the ground. 0870-9090-973. Phone me up and support me, please. Here's the news. Go, how many Maltesers can I get in my mouth? When you run, your feet leave the ground, don't they? Obviously. That, of course they do. And do, do you do... Do people still do speed walking? That was big, I think, in the mid-90s, maybe even a little bit earlier. Probably a bit earlier than that, actually. Uh, and it's where you sort of walk along, but your buttocks sort of ride up and down, and it just looks ridiculous. Uh, but it's, it's better for you than walking, but not as strenuous as running. Uh, what? What, what's the point in that? Do people say, it was an Olympic sport, wasn't it, for a while, Philip? Uh, yes, it was, actually. Speedwalking mm. um, was featured in a, in a very funny film, Norman Wisdom, One Good Turn. 
Was? In which he walked to Brighton. Spot sp- speed walking was around in the forties. Oh no, in the fifth. Well, it, well, I think it, yes, yes, I think it was. Really? Um, I mean, I didn't do much in the forties the speed walking, but oh. um, I know it was around the fifties because you used to see them coming through Croydon, speed walking to Brighton. Really? Yes. And as I said, oh. this film with Norman Wisdom, yes. he, he ends up in part of the film actually speed walking to Brighton and he wins the race. But, 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 was it funny though? Because yes. as we all know, Norman yes. Wisdom no, is not no, this, funny. No, this particular film, a section of the film, is hilarious. Okay, well, I, I won't go into details, no. but it involves having a wasp going up your trousers. Oh, I see, yes. yes and he, uh, ding he, dang. Yeah. The reason I rang Ian, yes. I was out today, went down <laughs> to um, Ikea, the, you know, the tall tower place in Croydon, oh, right. and they're putting new signs up on the tram station, so I suspect, right. well, a guy told me they were, sponsored tram stops. Sponsored tram stops? Yes, so you could have your name on a tram stop. And you're wondering which of our listeners would like to sponsor a tram? Well, no, 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 oh. it's on the station, you sponsor oh, right. the station. Oh, really? So you could have, I mean, LBC could sponsor one in Croydon. They they could do, they yeah. won't, maybe Clive Ball should sponsor one, because I know he's very big in Croydon. Yes, and I mean, all the celebrities from Croydon could go down there, we could unveil it. Yes. And I wonder yeah. which... Well, would you like your name on the, on the tram stop, or...? Uh, uh, do you know what, I've often thought, you know sometimes, this is true, you know sometimes you see, um... Uh, roundabouts. Yes. And it says, if you want to sponsor this roundabout, they'll phone this number and you can sponsor it. Oh, wow. You know, they have, like, little, like, uh, flowers and sometimes, yes. and these yes. signs saying, this roundabout is sponsored by such and such, if you'd like to sponsor it. I've often thought of sponsoring a roundabout. Oh, what a in great the, idea. In the style of, you know, in, the, you know, in about 1980, John Lennon and Yoko Ono did those big posters in New York saying, war is over. Yes. If you want it. I thought of doing something like that. But not quite as, as symbolic or as, as, as bold a statement, but just like having a nice little statement on a roundabout. It's a wonderful idea. I mean, in Brighton, they mm. have the names of famous people who live oh, in Brighton yes. on the buses. Uh, really? Yes. You Z- go down Z- to Brighton Z- and you'll see the names of people. I think Dora Bryan's got her name on a bus. That won't mean anything to the people listening to this show because oh. they're not all 90 years old. Uh, no, no, but I mean, you could, you could adapt it. I mean, Chris could have one, you know, I expect Chris would like a bus in Wales, wouldn't he? Uh, he'd like something in Wales, yes, but I, I don't know if it would, uh, it, it would be a bus. How much does it cost, do you reckon? No, I don't, I did phone them up, but they, uh, they, they said they'd get back to me, but they haven't been back to me yet. But, you know, as I say, it's, it's like having a plank of wood on South End Pier. To sponsor is, a roundabout. Well, no, 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 but you can have a plank of wood. <laughs> yeah. On South End Pier. I know you can, yes, I've seen it. I've seen it on, the uh, uh, a pier in, um, um, what am I thinking of? I think I'm thinking of pool, but I might be wrong. Oh, right. Well, it's good. I mean, you'll be there for a wolfie. You'll be there for years and years and years and years, wouldn't it? Philip, it's an idea. Thank you very much. Okay. Oh, how many Maltesers do you think I can shove in my mouth? He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. What happened there? Kim. Hello. Hello, Kim. I think you can fit in 24 because I remember you saying, don't think you can get anywhere near 38, so I'm going to just go with my lucky number and I think it'll be 24. Why is 24 your lucky number? I've no idea. It's just everyone's got normal, like, 7, 9, really boring, and I'm like, you know, it's different, and it just looks uh, nice and it looks a nice-looking number. <laughs> <laughs> if you can get that. <laughs> if, if what? If you can get that, a good-looking number. Well, yeah, how does 24 look good? I Surely... don't know. The two and the four just look nice together. No, I tell you what, look, a good-looking number is 88. 88? Why? <laughs> oh, I can think of another one, but it might be too <laughs> You just said why? You, you come up with 24 and you're asking me why 88 looks good? because well, you it's, said. It's so symmetrical. What about 69? Uh, 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 make your own jokes at home, please. And then don't tell them to me. Junior! Uh, Hello, Junior. Good afternoon, Ian. Good afternoon. 
Um, I'd like to impose some restrictions on you. Oh, what? What? On your att- your att- your your small geezer attempt. Okay, lovely. Yes. So what restrictions would you um, like to impose? Uh, going with your first estimate of fifty. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that ain't happening now. I thought about it. Um, I you I'd like you to have all fifty in your hand at once. What? And then pop. A whole lot in one go, not giving you any oh. opportunity for them to melt in your mouth and the honeycomb to melt. But they'll and melt. You'll, they'll... Get, you'll, you'll have a true estimate as opposed to your. But they'll melt. It, they'll melt in my hand, won't they? Oh no! If they're all put in your hand at once and oh. you pop it at once. Uh, well, that, you can't put. Fi- like, first of all, I couldn't fit fifty in my hand. You're, you're, you're a tall fellow. Uh, you're a how can you, you can't, my mouth isn't uh, uh, wide enough to squeeze 50 small oh. geezers in at the same oh. time. Well, you, you, that's the, that's the rules. Well, that's, that's the rules the, that you've come up with. Well, unless you want Chris to pop them in one by one. I want to lie on the floor with my mouth open and Chris just to drop them in slowly. Just drop them in slowly? Yeah. Ah, oh, but then that's cheating, because they're on what? Else. How is it cheating? It's not cheating in, it's only cheating in <laughs> Junior's world. No, it's cheating in ears. Is, well. is there a shop called Junior's? In the real world. Yes. Is that, that's the only restriction you're imposing, is it, Junior? Yes. Well, and um, I want to be there when this challenge takes place. Well, can you can you be here in 25 minutes? No, I'll meet you at Grey's in Crickled, where I saw you the last time. You're looking very miserable in that tiny car of yours. You're insane, you know that, don't you? <laughs> good, good day to, He was bonkers. No, I will not be putting them all in at once, for goodness sakes. Hey, do people still join fan clubs? I was thinking about this on my drive home last night for some reason. Maybe you can help me on, on this, Tallulah. I was driving home last night, and when I was when I was really young, when I was about 12, I was a member of the Bruce Lee fan club, uh, and then when I was a bit older, I joined uh, a Monkeys fan club, and then I joined a Beach Boys fan club, and what it meant was you sent, like, £6.50, £8.50, it was always something pounds fifty uh, a year, off to this place, and you'd get four, sort of, newsletters... You get some photocopied autographs, uh, a key ring, uh, and maybe a badge to sew onto your jacket. But with the internet, I can't believe that anybody... I can't believe there are any fan clubs, in the traditional sense, still running. I don't think so. I don't, they, they can't be, because you can get... The, the thing about the fan club was you'd find out information about the bands, uh, like when they were... If it was a band about when they were touring, or how to maybe even buy slightly hooky merchandise you couldn't get anywhere else... Or, or just interesting lost interviews and stuff like that. But all of that stuff is available on the internet in, for free. So I cannot believe that people would write a cheque or a postal order uh, and send it off to someone uh, and expect to get a newsletter. They're probably asking for postage? What's that? Or whatever he's Postage? Saying. It's, when you, when you, it's when you post something. No, they, they probably say, what is the... Uh, what's it called? Post, what did you say? What? Postal order, yeah. Sorry? I say, the most of the kids or who used to go to the uh, fan clubs, they will ask you, what is a postal order? Because they haven't got a clue. Do you know what? I'm still not sure what a postal order is, as I've never used one before in my life. I know, you, you, it's like a cheque from the post office, but you have to pay for it or something. Yeah. How crazy is that? Well, why not just... In the old days, lots of people didn't have checkbooks, so they would get postal orders. Yeah, exactly. Um... Anyway, if anyone is a member of a fan club, 0870 I just can't believe that people do. I, I'd like to think they are still running, because fan clubs are generally either run by slightly geeky blokes or, or slightly, you know, odd, vacant girls that just are a little bit 
uh, away with the fairies. So I, I, I hope they are still running. I was a member of fan clubs in America. Now, that was exciting. And you had to get an international money order. I once won the fan club for my brother. Oh, did you? I did uh, answer fan post. And did you get a lot of freaks? Because he's in, like, a rock band. Did you get a lot of freaks writing? Most of the time, sweet. Sweet. Very sweet little saying, oh, I love you, and I love you, can I have an autograph, and yes. blah, blah, blah. Now, did he ever do autographs, or did you just, just do a photocopy thing? No, actually, there was much, a lot of posts from Japan. Uh, postal orders. The Japanese, and it's not racist to say this, they're crazy, man. They love they are sweet. They love anything. If it's got if it's got rock and it looks vaguely Western, that you're a hit in Japan. You're big in Japan tonight. Yeah, I know. Anyway, Luna, what what can I call what can I do for you? Oh, I you know, I I about walking, you know. You 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 hit the Calm nose. calm down, calm down, come on. Oh, deep deep breaths. Yeah. Okay. you know, my buddy, he walks a lot. He doesn't fly very much. He mostly walks. Yep. And when he walks I always thought that looks so gay. And earlier you said that fast walkers—they they, they look very gay. It's a, well, have you seen this speed walking? It's an—it's an odd look, just because so much concentration. And I, I was doing it downstairs, and you have to concentrate a lot. So you're, and if you lift, if, if at any point your both feet lift up, and uh, that's considered running, and if it's a, a competitive race, you're disqualified for cheating. <laughs> but you have to concentrate so hard, and it's, you, you, the top of your body, it remains kind of still, while your legs and your buttocks are just working overtime. <laughs> and that's exactly what the book that Uh-huh. They have something in common there. I didn't get any of that, but I'm sure it was uh, very perceptive. Tallulah, thank you very much for that. Oh, blimey, I've suddenly got a load of emails. I'll go through those in a minute, shall I? Uh, oh, someone's told me how to sponsor a roundabout. We'll have a look at that. Maybe we could sponsor a roundabout, Chris. Maybe that's what we need to do to to save this mess. I don't know. Uh, anyway, 0870 is the telephone number. Jonathan, are you in a fan club? Uh, no, I was years ago. Yeah, I used to be in the Beatles fan club. Oh, right, yes. Yeah, yes. I've yeah, heard of that. Yes. And I've got a badge. I've got an old badge. Back. You get badges. I used to wear them on my jacket. Were you in the Beatles fan club in the 60s when they sent out those Christmas records? No, it was in the 70s, I think. Oh, I, right, it then. would have been early 70s for me. There you go. Yeah, yeah, see, I'm just giving away me. Well, I actually rang to guess how many confections. See, how did I do that? Well, oh. without, uh, hey. How many confections you can pop into your mouth? Okay, how many confections? I, I'm regretting it now because I've had three packets already and I feel really sick. Oh, you're joking. No, now. I don't feel great. Oh, no. Well, don't because that's going to affect. Oh, no, I'm glad you told me because now I can give a lesser figure, you see. Oh, well, no, but it's still, you still, I'm still going to be able to do, do the do like Betty Boo. Well, well, yeah. How many do you think? Well, I reckon the, the girl with the big gob, I reckon you could probably. I reckon you could beat her. Hello? Right, that, that's not that's not a number, Jonathan. I need numbers. Come on. Oh right, right, okay. Numbers. She said thirty-five, didn't she? I, I'm going to go for forty. The big one. Forty. Excellent, Jonathan. Well, hang on. You won the last competition, Agent Chris's press-ups. Uh, no, I understand. If I win, I will give it to. No. The... Pardon? No, if you win, it's yours. Oh, all right. If I win, I'll have it. There we go. Good lad. Thanks very much for that. Oh eight seven zero nine zero nine zero nine seven three. Time now to get the latest LBC 97 with your travel news with Alan Joyce. And in Farnborough, south-east of town, the A21 Farnborough... Winter is just around the corner. Do you or any of your family suffer from serious asthma, diabetes, immune system problems, or have problems with your heart, lungs or kidneys?
If you do, then you might need a flu jab. Uh, go to our website, uh, and I, we all know the website address by now, don't we? The www.lbc.co.uk for all the details of how to get a flu jab for free. If you've one of these health problems and you get flu, then it could turn into something more serious. So, do yourself a favour and get a flu jab. Go to... The www.lbc.co.uk to find out how. Now, we've had a brilliant email from a, a fellow that claims to know Dr. Carl Kennedy, uh, a.k.a. Alan Fletcher. Uh, he's playing a gig at uh, the Islington Academy uh, on the 12th of December. They're coming to London to film Neighbours in London in November. How do I get a part, and uh, my producer agent Chris, on Neighbours? Line two, how do you think we should try and get a part on Neighbours? Chuck, hi. Yeah, that may help, but I don't know if that would be the best thing we could do. Uh, and that's James who's emailed that, so thank you very much, James. And I could get a small roundabout for £2,000. Not bad going. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. How many Maltesers can I shove in my mouth? Uh, when you run, do your feet come off the, f- the ground? Uh, and is anyone actually still a member of a real fan club? Not an online one. That doesn't count, but one where you have to write a cheque and you get things through the post. Jim is in the SIG Cup. Hello, Jim. Oh, hello, Ian. Um, yeah. Uh, Jim, I can't hear you. Your phone's breaking up. Oh, I'm sorry. Hello. Hello, I can hear you there. Okay. Don't move. Um, well, but say something. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was a member of U2 Fan Club um, yeah. when it was in paper format. Yes. Um, but I'm still a member, and they've gone to, um, they've gone all, uh, Internet-wise, as it were, uh, U2.com, and uh, it's an excellent fan club. It really is good. But but but, but 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 internet fan clubs—they're not the same thing, really, because you just log. I mean, anyone can log on. Do you have to pay to be uh, a member? You do. Oh. The, the thing about it is, is that um, because YouTube tickets are obviously they're very very difficult to get hold of. Well, if you're a fan, if you're a fan, and you're actually you paid up member, then yeah. you can actually get stand-in tickets. Right. Uh, whereas. Anyone else can't, really. Uh, and you pay over the odds for them if you weren't a member. Are, so. are, now, are they? I know that, yes, I do know that fan clubs uh, give, uh, elect uh, their members quite often get, uh, like, front row tickets. I had front row tickets to see all four monkeys, uh, and then I, I had to sell them because I was in another country. But uh, but you can get tickets to see you too, can't you? Oh, it's really difficult. But, it really is very, very difficult. But they play to, like, 60,000 people a night. It can't be that difficult. Oh, no, it is. They go really, really quick. But the problem is, is it's not, it's probably not, um, general sort of um, fans that, that, that buy them up. It's all the Ticketmaster and all the rest of them. All the ticket. Yeah, but then Ticketmaster sells them. They don't just buy them and keep them. I, uh... but, but then to get a ticket from Ticketmaster is really, really difficult for well, you to do. Very, very difficult. Just, all the phones are rammed. And you just phone up, not Okay. No, it's, 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 it's tricky. But, but, but why would they make it tricky to, 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 to buy tickets? I don't... So many people want to see you too. Do they, do they, do they want oh, to see them now? What, right now? They're a bit past it, aren't they? What are you talking, are you the, talking about? It's you too. Yeah, but, they, I mean, that, what was that song they did, um, Desire's quite a good song, but the rest of it... Oh, no, no, no. And you, you like the monkeys? Yeah, the greatest. Hey, hey, I, I do like the monkeys. I know for a fact that when you two were touring the States in the late 80s, uh, they would check into hotels and they would use the monkeys' names as pseudonyms, oh. but they were getting more attention than when they used their own names, so they went back to using their own names. Well, I actually met Mickey DeLenz when I was 13. And we'll leave that there. That's good. You see, it all links up. Everything links up. Do people still like you two? I can't take it. I believe it's difficult to get tickets for them. They, they, they... You can get a ticket for you two. E- e- easier than you'd want to, surely. Uh, but thank you very much for that. Good lad. Uh, Rich is in Catford. Hello, Rich. 
Hiya. How you doing, alright? Do you know what? I'm I'm really, really, really tired. I've had a busy Actually, morning. I wouldn't put more than... Uh, first That's, things first, okay. don't don't drop Maltesers into your mouth for my height, because that is really dangerous. That's a good point, thank you. Well you made. choke. Yes. Um, I've personally put 60 in my mouth at once. Jeez, you're having a laugh, aren't you? No, I did 60 at once. Not so long. Actually, just before I called oh. you, but I nearly choked on them, so... Well, you did 60 just now? I did 60 just now. I feel quite ill, actually. I don't believe you. I did. I did see. I phoned up with him in my mouth, but they took too long winging back, so I swallowed oh. off of them and spat the rest out. For goodness sakes. But, um, you two are rubbish, and you run <laughs> with your feet in the air. Yes. And 24 is a nice-looking number. Uh, OK. Rich, there you go. He's ticked every box there. Uh, for some reason, it's come up, what's a nice-looking number? Can I just say... The, uh, the, 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 the things about Tony Blair wearing glasses, the, the, the jogging in the fan clubs, Chris and I spent hours working up these, uh, and yet all people are doing is phoning in saying, I reckon he'll get 36 in his mouth. That's it, that's all people are phoning up, which is fine. Uh, I can't believe it makes the most exciting listening, uh, but if, if you want to, you know, call up about pretty much anything, 0870-9090-973. Did you, did you hear Clive's show last night, Chris? There was a very odd bit... Uh, where he didn't, he didn't have any calls, or he had very few calls. And so, just, kind of like, you, he get, this, this is weird, I'm a big fan of Clyde's show, 8 till 12, Mondays to Thursdays. And he gets a lot of freaks, come on. But, like, because no one else called in, uber freaks came on. Just, just people that were crawling out of the woodwork that would never normally even make it onto this show, suddenly found a new home on Clive's show last night. It was very odd. I don't know if it was because Bob was bunk- uh, was, was ill, or, or what the situation was. But they're, they're just weird people calling him. Here's Verinda. All right. Uh, let me get some of the uh, Maltesers and get in uh, your mouth. Go on, then. Uh, right. 27. You're saying 27? Yeah. Is that a nice-looking number? Uh, no. Oh, I like uh, uh, 35. Thanks. Meet Careful Kev. A penny saved is a penny earned. He's very careful with money. I can make one. Said Heath. Hello. Hello. Um, You're out of breath. I'm just out for a run at the moment. Oh, okay. (coughs) Oh, steady on. Um, But I've discovered that it's really difficult to run with your feet off the ground. With your feet off the ground? Yeah. But but your feet have to leave the ground. But they just kind of leave like, well, they always have done a couple of inches and then gone back down again. That's it, that, that's it. But uh, both feet are off the ground, though, yeah? Well, I'm trying that now, but it's, it's okay, like, right. really hard. Okay, right. Stop, move, stop moving and stand okay. still. Yeah. Now, I want you to walk, okay? Just walk at a normal okay. pace. Yeah. And your feet are on the ground, aren't they? They are, yeah. Now, just jog. Just jog. Nothing okay. too strenuous, nothing too fast. Oh, and look, yeah. your feet are still on the ground, aren't they? Um, yeah, they are. Now, do a massive sprint and really take big strides. All right. <laughs> yeah. And your feet, <laughs> your feet are off the ground, only for a millisecond, but they're off the ground. Yeah, they are off the ground, but it means that I'm using different muscles that I didn't know I had before. Well, th- th- in that case, I've helped you, haven't I? Uh, yeah, you have. Would you like to thank me now? Uh, yeah, I would. <laughs> because the thing is, my calf muscles are just getting too kind of firm and muscly. Oh, God. And I think that's now, it, that's what's gone wrong, is that I've been doing it the wrong way around. You've not, been, you've not, you've not learned how to run properly. Of course your feet have to leave the ground. I know, nobody's ever told me how to run. Melissa, how long are you going to be running for? What, you mean this afternoon? Well... In my life? Yeah, no, just this afternoon would, would do. Well, well, normally I would do, like, another 25 minutes, but this is much more tiring to run like this, so yeah. it might not be that long. There you go. You see, I, I've, I'm running at the moment, not right now, obviously, right? that would be insane. Uh, and I just can't do more than 20 minutes before I get absolutely knackered and have to go home and go to bed. 
Yeah, it does start off like that, but you have to keep practicing. But I think it's because maybe because I'm running properly. Oh, that's that's probably it. Yeah, yeah that could be. No, it. no that's the reason because I can run for you know forty minutes in oh. this sort of really properly running kind of way. Melissa, thank. I'm glad to have helped you learn how to run. That's okay. By the way, I think you're only going to get nineteen in your math. You could be right. You could, we'll put you on the list. Thank you very much. She's saying nineteen. Uh, we're seeing how many more teasers I can get in my mouth. I actually feel nauseous already. Are you right there, Brendan? Hello, mate, yeah. You having a little cough? <laughs> Who's that? Is that Ian? Yeah, you're on the radio, isn't it? Hello, mate. All right, no, I've just said me, mate. Um, I reckon you do 27 in Maltesers. All right, we've had 27 already, I need from, uh, yeah, I need right. another number. Um, 29 then. Well, what, this happened last time. Why have you gone up by two? What? Why, you said 27. Why do you suddenly think 29 and not 28? Oh, I don't know. I, I think you're going to put a big, big effort in, mate. I'm going to, well, listen, man, I'm going to do it for the boys. I'm going to put in a massive effort, but... I suspect like, this could be the first time that uh, a radio presenter has, has chundered live on the wireless. That's, that's right, mate. You will. Oh, it's so noisy. Hang on, I'm moving. Whoa, yeah, no, I reckon you will. I, I, I don't think you, your gob is as big as that bird's gob, but... Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, Brendan, excellent, thank you. That, that, that's my listener there. That's my listener was, uh, exemplified there in, uh, Brendan. OK, there we go. Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine. We'll, we'll be doing that a bit later on if you want to call in and... Uh, I can't believe you, you, you ask people to phone in with a number and that gets more calls than anything. If you have been or are a member of a fan club, you can give me a call. Oh, eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. And you know those, uh, quiz shows they show on the TV? I think Caroline Faraday does one, like Quizmania and Quiz Call and Quiz Nuts and Quiz Monkey and all that. Do you actually stay up and watch those as though they're a TV programme? 0870-9090-973. Yes. So, uh, later on in the show, I will be putting as many more teas in my mouth as I can. Uh, talking about fan clubs, uh, do, do they still... What I want to know is, um, what I'm guessing doesn't happen is, are there still fan clubs that you send off a cheque to and they send you newsletters through the post? 0870-9090-973. Dis- I think we finally, um... Came, come to a conclusion about running, and that your feet have to leave the ground when you run. Of course they do. It's, uh, I'm doing it with my arms. That proves nothing, just making a, a, a movement like that. And does anybody actually watch those through-the-night quiz shows for entertainment? I guess I can understand you calling in. I've called in myself. You won't get through to the ITV one, because there are too many callers. But you can get through uh, onto uh, the ones on the other channels with with a few calls. I've, I've been on to... Uh, a lot of them saying, "Is it Ghostbusters 2? Line six. Have you ever called in to any of those shows? Yes. And what what uh, happens? What's all this for the numbers then? What? What's all this for the numbers? What numbers? Well, ring up with your number. Oh, we're asking how many Maltesers will I get in my mouth? Sixty-nine. What from nurse? Okay, excellent. Well done there. Um, thank you. Uh, but, but actually, watch these programs as entertainment. Just go, do you know what, I'm going to... Does anyone ta- tape them? Do you tape the mint? I mean, I'm not knocking them at all. You know, I think they're, they're cracking and uh, they do they do a good job and there's uh, pretty people presenting it uh, and it's, you know, it's what, it is what it is. But uh, would you... Sky Plus, the mint? Uh, or Quizmania? Or uh, Quiz Monkey? My favourite is Quiz Monkey. Uh, 0870 uh, Terry! Ian, yeah. afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Terence. Thanks for taking my call. First of all, I'd like to say you really make my afternoon, but you get me in trouble because I'm a lorry driver. Uh-oh. And when I get to a collection or a delivery, I don't want to get out because I'm still listening. Good. Let, let, the, let the lad... What stuff are you delivering? 
Uh, everything. I d- deliver everything. Let the lads there d- get, unload it, for God's sake. Well, well, I'm, well, I'm training them, but I've not got them all, uh, all in that way at the moment. I used to, when I used to work at B-Jams, uh, and the worst thing in the world, well, the worst job in the world, was uh, having to unload the, the frozen food. Uh, from the, and you have to get one of those pallet trucks and pull the pallets off, and they, oh, man. Well, I, I do all that stuff, but it's all, it's all dry stuff, so uh, okay. it's, it's not cold. Okay. Ian, can I talk to you about two things? You certainly can. The first thing, this Malteser jobby. Yes. We actually done this the other night, me and my girlfriend. Oh, go on. Right, bored, were you? Well, oh, yeah, it's actually, uh, well, it's all right. We were smoking, so uh, I won't go into it too much. What? Um, I managed to get 12, but she managed to get 28. You only got 12 in there? 12, and I started to gag, but she got 28. I was quite impressed with that. Yes, yes, you would be, I suppose. Okay, how, uh, many, how many do you think I can do? I, I'd be impressed if you can do more than 28. Okay, well, so I'll, I'll put you down for 28 and we'll, we'll, we'll see. There'll be a, a rubbish prize at the end of this for someone. Okay. The, the other thing, Ian. Yes. I've been listening to you, listening to you from day one. Uh, quite a few months ago, right. you were taking off the air for a day or something. Something happened. I don't know what it was. Oh, yes, yes. And they was having a thing about um, films, uh, what would be a film appropriate for, what? like, a man and a boy to watch together. Can you remember that? Was I was doing that. Well, no, the, the guy that was t- uh, t- took over. Oh, from the when, for the th- day. when people take over me for the day, I don't listen. I'm off partying and <laughs> living la vida loca. I was probably drunk in a ditch somewhere. Right. Well, I thought you, I thought you got your, your wrist slapped and you were taken off for the day. Can you remember? I do right. remember exactly what happened. Yes. Right. Well, the film I come up with. I know you're not interested in that, but the film I come up with. Hang, was... hang on, hang on it, hang on it. Let me get this straight, Terry. You're calling in. Yes. To talk about a topic that I didn't do a few months ago that someone else did when I had been taken off air for being naughty. You got it, yeah. Brilliant, away you go, sounds cracking. I thought of a film. Brilliant, it's taken you, what, five months? Okay, well, what is it? Uh, no, you, you ever tried to get through to yourself? It's impossible. Uh, d- is it impossible? It's impossible, you're that popular. Okay. Right, the film, Legends of the Fall. Yes, Le- Legends of the Fall. That's that will be good. Why, why would that be good for a, a boy and a father to watch? No, a boy and a, a boy and his girlfriend. Oh, a boy and his girlfriend to watch. Yeah, where you gone? You sound really distant now. I'm just, I'm just getting something. Hang on a minute. Carry on. Why would that be good for a boy and his girlfriend to watch? Right, because it had Brad Pitt in it for the girls. Right. And it had war and um, shooting in it for the boys. Someone, I was going to phone up the radio show and tell, show you how easy it is to get on, but someone's going to nick my phone. Can you believe that? <laughs> Where's that gone? Oh, hang on a minute. Here it is. Uh, oh, I, I'm not listening to you, Terry. What are you banging on about? Oh, I don't know now. I've lost my bloody plot. Okay, well, yeah, you... I, th- I think you have. Terry, thank you for that. Was it? He, he was calling in to talk about a topic that I'd never done because uh, it was uh, unbelievable. Anyway, Steve is in Bolton. Hello, Steve. Hiya. Hello, Steve. Hello? Yeah, you're on the air. I'm on the air. Yeah, yeah. I was wondering if you would like to buy a secret number, because you're going on about numbers all night. Yes, it's, uh, it's certainly, uh, an idea. Yeah, what number is it? No, you've got to guess. Uh, is it six? No. Is it higher or lower than six? It's higher. Is it five? No. Hang on, hang on one second. Uh, yeah, line, line nine, you're on the air. See, it's, it's me! Easy. It's, it's easy, easy to get, get through! through. I phoned up the show while I'm on the air, so that fella was talking out of his backside. Anyway, Steve, what are you talking about? Steve? Hello? Yeah? Yeah. Uh, what number is it? It's ten. But you've got to guess. Is it ten? How did you, how did you guess? How did you, uh, Mum, he's doing it again! He's ripped me off! Right. 
that's the weirdest thing that's ever happened, isn't it? It's easy to phone up. I don't know what that dude was on about. Uh, oh, I've, I've knackered the phones now. Let's, uh, uh, Andy, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, Ian. Lovely. Okay. How you doing, mate? Yeah, I'm fine. It's just, just proved to, to Terry, you said it took him five months to get through. I got through whilst I was on the radio. Well, I think he's been smoking too much, mate, to be honest. Yes, yes. Marlboro Lights, of course. Nothing, yes, nothing definitely. else. Anyway. And, yeah, anyway. I was yes. wondering if you'd like to be Mayor of London. Well, you offering? Well... He can't be any worse than the guy we got at the moment. He doesn't well, listen to anyone, does he? Well, uh, hang on a minute. This is borderline politics, but I can I, I think uh, what what has he done that's so bad? Well, he doesn't listen to anyone on the consultations that he wastes all our millions of pounds. Okay, for. but what has he apart from not listening to people? In your opinion, what has he done that's bad? Looking the way he does, probably. Well, just just he looks bad. It just he looks bad. If yeah. that's all he's done wrong, Andy, that's pretty good going, isn't it? <sighs> I don't know. He looks pretty bad. <laughs> oh man, you should be on question time. You're fantastic. But is that the only thing he's done wrong? Uh, no, no, probably not. He's yeah. you not know. you've not really thought this through, have you, Andy? Well, to be honest, Ian, as anybody. Well, I don't know. You're you're the one that's phoned up to criticise him. But you're such a star. I've got to ring up. You know what? You make me afternoon. But but ring up and say what? Well, you know when you sponsor a roundabout, couldn't you put the Mayor of London is a beep, beep, beep? But I think, he's, I think, I think he's all right. You think he's all right? I think he looks fine, yeah. Oh, gee. Yeah, there we go. Well, that was the politics for the day. What the hell was that last 12 minutes about? OK, we'll, we'll make some sense um, in a few moments. 0870 uh, 90 Ian at More of your calls after this. We needed a bigger office, but we didn't have the time. Here we go. Uh, 0870 is the phone number. Maltesers running Tony Blair's glasses fan clubs. Oh, and watching those quiz programmes through the night. Does anyone actually watch them as entertainment? Uh, you know, but they, they used to show films and uh, programmes on ITV through the night, and now they show that, which is, is fine. I'm not in any way knocking it. You know, I think, um, you know, I know Caroline's on one, uh, and it's it's all good stuff. But uh, do, do you actually watch them? Surely you only watch them if you're going to play them and phone up. Uh, William is in Kingsway. Ah, uh, all singing and dancing here. Hello, William. Uh, I thought it was hard to get on the show, mate. I dialed straight in. It, well, exactly. That fellow was talking nonsense. <laughs> Maybe you just don't like him. The, uh, there is a re- Oh, do you know what's just happened to me? Coming in. This is the second time this has happened in three days. My left ear has gone completely deaf. Eh? Yes. <laughs> nearly. I nearly fell for it. <laughs> uh, my left ear has gone completely. Good for you, mate. Well, no, it's not. It happened when I had this... You know, I had a meeting on Monday. I, uh, try, some, try some earrings. Clean out your ears. Th- yeah, well, I might do, but my left ear... It's, it's coming back now, but my left ear is just completely gone. Isn't that odd? Do you but wear headphones all the time? I do... Well, not all of the time, obviously. That would be crazy, but I wear them when, uh, I'm doing the the wireless show. Well, it must get a bit sweaty then, mate, in your ears or something. They do get a bit sweaty, and the thing is, we all have communal headphones. So We're all the presenters use the same, uh, same headphones. Apart from Gary King, who brings in his own... What a weirdo. What a weirdo, that guy What's is. What's he trying to say you all get infected or something? I think he's trying to say that we'll all get infected or something, <laughs> definitely. Is Gary King back tonight? Is he better now? Yes. He's back tonight at seven o'clock with the big quiz, so that's, uh, good news for Gary King fans. I suppose if you want to get ear infection, it's not it's a bit strange bringing your own headphones in. Yeah, I'm suspicious not, of him. Not unless they're really expensive ones. Uh, they're quite expensive, I think. He's a bit like that. He likes bringing his own... If, if he could bring in his own microphone, if it wasn't too too much hassle to set it up, he would do that. Do you use expensive, or do you use cheap ones? You, what? Use what? 
expensive microphones on the, their the, the microphones here are, what, I don't know, a grand each or something ridiculous what? like that? A thousand pounds each? And there's, what, there's six, seven in front of me? Six of these things in front of me. That's six what? grand. <laughs> What? What are you talking about? Making a speech or something? Well, I don't know why. They've never used six. Yes, they might. Hey, we've got, um, the Upper Street coming in tomorrow from Totally Boy Band. Don't know who they are. No, I didn't think you would, but I just threw what I'd throw it in. You tried, means... hey, did you? Yeah, you're trying to catch me as usual. No, but it means, it means we're going to be using five mics tomorrow. So that's, uh, interesting for all you mic fans out there. Right, William, was up. there a... I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to make this entertaining. Was there a point to your call? Point is, but I've gone straight away, mate, so I don't know what's going on there. Good lad. Esther. Uh, Owen, sorry, I've had the wrong number. I want Essex. You, you, want, you want sex? I wanted Essex. Oh, no, David, David Essex? Yeah, no, I wanted the Essex programme. I want to run the LBC now. Oh, blimey, you're not listening to BBC Essex, are you? Well, from time to time, I do. That's all right. What are they doing on there? I've been listening to LBC since it started, 73. 73, you were excellent, you were one of those. Uh, um, what do you think of Ian Lee? Oh, he's all right. Yeah, he's not I like them all. Yeah, Clive, Clive Ball's good, isn't he? No, they're all all right. Who's that in the background? My husband, he tell said him, we have to have a change. Tell him to shut up, I'm talking to you, Esther. Shut up, Elf, he's talking to me. There we... <laughs> So what were you phoning in B- BBC S- Come outside, you see ya. Well, he's an, old, he's an old man, I could beat him up easily. <laughs> no, what were you, what, what were you phoning into Essex for then? What are they doing that's, that's warranted a phone call from you? They're, um, you've got to guess, uh, who's talking. Oh, we, no, we can do that here. No, well, uh, voices. It, yeah, okay, hang on a second. Have a guess who this is. I've not got a time. I've not got a time. I've not got a time. Who do you think that is? I think it's you. No, it's not. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you a clue. It's, it's Duncan Ballantyne. Have another listen. I've not got a time. I've not got a time. It's Duncan Ballantyne. Who do you think it is? Oh, I don't know. I don't Dun- know that one. Do you want to hear it again? It's Duncan Ballantyne. I'll play it again. Here we go. <laughs> I've not got a time. I've not got a time. I've not got a time. It's Duncan Ballantyne. Who do you think it is, Esther? Clive Ball. Clive Ball. No. Good guess. Esther, well, listen, Esther, thank you for calling in. Oh, all right. And I hope you... Who do you think the voice is on the Essex competition? Um... Andrea Lodge. Andrea Lodge, is it? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, Esther, good luck on that. I hope so. If I can think of the number, when I'm running your number. Oh, blimey. You know, with me. Yeah, you, you, you... It's the age. Yeah, it, it could be. Eighty-odd. There we go. <laughs> took, you four, number. took you four minutes to say that. Esther, best of luck. Thanks for calling, love. Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 What a nice lady. Uh, by the way, if you want to play uh, the Mystery Voice competition... I've not got a time. That's what you've got to guess. 870 Joe! Ian, how's it going, sir? It's going all right. I think it's beginning to pick up a little bit, which is good <laughs> news. Yes, it is. Listen, about the um, watching the uh, them quiz shows late at night... Oh, yes, like Quiz Quiz Monkey and Quiz Mania and things. Yes, true. Now, I've got a bit of a confession to make. Years ago, before they put all these quiz programmes on, when you used to come back from a heavy night out, yes. I used to put on... Remember them shopping channels where they used to inanely sell one oh. object for about four hours? Yeah, do you know what? I used to watch the. I used to watch those. <laughs> and, you know when you're a bit drunk and a little bit spaced out and you're, you're watching them and it's yeah. like, what the hell are these people... Oh, I couldn't yeah. believe how they can rub it on, selling like um, a chopping mm. board. Like four hours. Uh, yeah, so, and thing is, you get. I, I used to do. I used to get from the boozer, and you'd be a little bit worse for wear. And yeah. you, you'd watch it, and you'd have a laugh. Suddenly, it's half past three in the morning. Exactly. You're going, well, hang on, we got in at twelve. What the <laughs> hell has happened here? <laughs> but have you ever bought anything off those channels? Uh, say, bearing that, I've never bought something off one of them channels, but I've bought something that was advertised on one of them channels. And then it's called a V Chopper. 
and... Right, go on. <laughs> what a surprise. <laughs> it's either going to be a bit of gym equipment or something you use in the kitchen, isn't it? Yes, it's so easy in the kitchen. Yeah. Uh, so this reed chopper, it's you sort of shove um, an onion in this little cup holder thing, and yes. then you can chop it in, that's it, like you would get it in, um... A cafe. It's a professionally chopped onion. It is a professionally chopped onion. And they used to say, like, oh, don't use your knives because you blunt your knives and all this, and this will never blunt. You'll blunt your knives. Uh, do, do knives blunt anymore? I think knives stay sharp forever, don't they? But in, in the advert, the man said, when you bang it on your uh, counter, that's what blunts them. And that's what sold it for me. I've never banged a knife on a counter. Well, try it. See how long you can bang your um, knife on a counter <laughs> and then see if it ends up blunt. Uh, uh, Joe, I, I shall have a go at that. Thank you very, very much indeed. Well, his parties must be fun, huh? Jason. Hello, Ian. Uh, hello, Jason. You seen that film, Cool Hand Luke? Uh, is that Paul Newman? That's the one. I've not seen it, no. So you are now Cool Hand Ian. That, well, thank you for... Is he, is he a poker player or something in that? Yeah, no, when he ate all the eggs. Oh, yeah, I've seen that scene a long time ago. I I, maybe I have seen the film then. How many eggs does he eat? A dozen or something? No, he's in like this, in the 50s or something. He has like that massive stomach, doesn't Jeez. he? But they sort of, I was wondering, if you're going to eat all these Maltesers, you've got to keep a warm cup of tea handy. Okay. I don't drink tea anymore. Well, w warm water, isn't it? Because you're sort of uh, all onto this health life. Oh, uh, well, do you know what? I did a, I went to Tesco's last night. I did a Tesco's run. Yeah. And all I bought, all I bought was like fruit and vegetables. Have you ever had, this, I, had, I bought something and it's a bit disappointing actually, curly kale. Yeah, I've had that. Oh, all it is, it's like curly leaves, and that's it's it. horrible. It wasn't that nice, actually, but it's I bought strong. all healthy food last night, and vegetables and fruit and all this you're kind of stuff. Trying, you, you're not a proper geezer anymore, then. I'm not. I, I, don't, I don't know if I ever was a proper geezer. Yeah, I was always a proper geezer. I think I was always a little bit, something was slightly uh, wrong, but, um... Uh, why, Chris, my Line 6 is, was doing something weird then. Did you see that? It was, it, Line 6 was going a bit weird. Anyway. Ian? Yes. Are you, are you going to hum a song while eating those, uh, Maltesers? What song would you like me to hum? I don't know. Well, how about one of the monkeys? Uh... Daydream Believer. Y you want me to hum Daydream Believer? Well, take your mind off of all the... Uh... <laughs> yeah, I could have a go. Yeah, it'd be excellent, wouldn't it? it and it's got to be a time limit. What? No, no, can we just stop him? But listen, the rules are, I'm not going to eat them, I'm not chewing them, I'm going to put them in my mouth, Chris is going to count them as they go in, yeah. he'll probably count them as they come out, because I ain't swallowing all of these. Oh no, you've got to keep them in the fridge then, before you use them. Yes, that's a good point. Good, that's a very good point, yes. And then bring them straight out of the fridge and then wallop. Yeah, w wallop? <laughs> wallop. Yes. Uh, Jason, very quickly, do you watch those through the night quiz shows? Did actually. When we was on holiday this year, there was a telly in the bedroom where we were staying. Oh yeah. And uh, we put, you know, like, late at night. That's all that's on, isn't it? Yeah. And to this day, it was a few weeks ago. It was um, I've never watched it before, and it was work blank, and I fell asleep to it. And all the next day, all I kept thinking was, what was what was the final outcome? So you didn't it even was you work. Didn't... Blank. So you you were watching it, waiting for the answer, and then you fell asleep and missed it. Yeah, well, it goes on forever, doesn't yes, it? Ever it? and ever and yes. ever. It's infinite. It is actually infinite. That's it's, it's still going on right now somewhere. So if somebody knew what that question was. So this was a couple of weeks ago. The one on ITV. Yeah. And it was work something. Work something. Jason, we will find out for you. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. There we go. Look, Chris, Chris, I can see Chris thinking. Look, he's actually away with the fairies trying to think. Uh, oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. If you've just missed that bit of Ian Lee, the afternoon wireless show. Uh, okay, coming up after the news at half past four, we do a feature. We did a feature. 
I'll explain more later, uh, where you could meet me for 22 minutes and buy me a drink. Uh, well, yesterday we went to meet Martin, uh, and we'll play that shortly. And if you're thinking, well, Ian, that's not enough to keep me tuned into the station. I'm, I'm thinking of phoning up this, this BBC Radio Essex and saying that whatever the answer to that question is. Well, after the news, we've got Francis in Dartford, haven't we, Francis? Oh, Ian, how are you? I'm fine. I'm about to pass, um... Wind? Busy roads. Did, <laughs> I might get knocked down and not be talking to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> yes. It's OK, I'm across safely. And so you're, you're across the road safely? Yes, so I am. You can... I can talk to you. Well, I'm on the main road, so well, I'm rather busy. OK, but you can talk to us after the news, can you, Francis? I can do. Stay there, don't move, please. It don't get no better than this. Okay, uh, how many Maltesers can I shove in my mouth? Uh, Tony Blair wearing glasses, jogging and running, fan clubs and quiz shows through the night. Every angle is being touched today. Uh, Francis. Hello, Ian. Gosh, I've hardly got any breath in. Breath to talk to you. Yes, you don't need breath to talk to me. Oh. <laughs> three, three days in a row? Oh, it's, isn't it fun? Getting stuck on you. You're, you're doing what to me? Getting stuck on you. Okay, well, that's good to know. Thank you. Um, walking, or you're talking about jogging? Yes, we were saying that, that obviously, and although some people deny this, when you run, your feet yeah. have to leave the ground. But when you're jogging, yeah. they don't. When you're jogging, it doesn't. No. Yeah, uh, uh. Let me try and do it. You, you're going to do it now, are you? <laughs> where, where are you, Francis? I'm along um, the main road in Stortford or Okay. Stratford. Well, could you go for a little jog for us? <laughs> right. And let's see if your feet leave no. the ground. You I'm jogging now. Yes, my feet are touching the ground all the time. OK, now try actually sprinting as fast oh, as you can. I'll leave that to you, Ian. Oh, Francis. <laughs> oh, well. Uh, could, have you got any... You haven't sung any songs for us for a while. Oh, God, don't ask me to sing now. Well, well why not? I have no breath left. I can only do the last one. OK, well... And that's an old-fashioned one, isn't it? That was last yeah, year. Yeah, we don't, we don't want that. It becomes boring yes. to hear the same thing. Yes, we don't want that. That'll be... I'd need a few minutes to, um, think of something. OK, bothered. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, Francis, thank you for that. Oh, thank you, Ian. There we go, Talk lovely. again, bye. Bye-bye. Uh, no, Chris, because I've back-timed it myself. I've done it already. Don't uh, muff it up. I won't muff it up. I've backed it myself. Coming up in a little bit, uh, you'll hear what happens when uh, I went to meet Marcin for 22 minutes at our top secret location. It's a feature that we've been doing for the last couple of months, normally with great success. Stephen is in Golders Green. Yeah, hi, hi, Ian. I just want to ask you, can you play that Giddy Gang song? I like it really much. Can I do what? You know the Giddy Gang song you played last week? The Giddy Gang? Yeah. Giddy Gang? You played some song with the Giddy 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 Gang or something. Oh, you, oh, hang on a minute. You, you don't mean, um... Do you mean... Ooh, ooh. No. Do you mean this one? I no. can open your eyes. No, I don't hear any Giddy Gang, do you? Giddy Gang? Yes. Oh, giddy, giddy, giddy. oh, hang on, hang on, hang on. Uh, I think I know what you mean. Hang on a minute. Sorry. Oh, yes, I know exactly what you mean. Uh, do you mean uh, this one? Oh, I say the words. Oh, um. No, hang on. Is that it? You, you, the, yeah, part of it was yes. 
Sounds it. Um, can you tell me what song it is? I want to get by the track. What, this one? Yes. Or do you mean this one? Which one? The one before that one. That's it. It's called, uh, well, I can't remember what it's called, but it, we call it Kadang Kadang. Kadang Kadang. Where can I get it from? Uh, off the internet, innit? Yeah, where? Just put it in Gadang Gadang. In I- iTunes, you'll, g- you'll probably get it. iTunes, but I don't want to pay for it. Come well, on. yeah, well, we're not tough then, you know, for goodness sake. That was a mess, wasn't it? Hell's teeth. Come on, if you're phoning up, be a bit more specific. Uh, let us go to Ed in the Tooting. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Ed. Um, I saw that, um, Grammy Awards, Emmy Awards, whatever it was. Oh, Oh, yeah, the, the BAFTA things. The yeah, BAFTA thing on, on uh, E4 last night. What did and you... The best thing. Okay, I watched it all the way through and then I saw the three seconds of you at the end. Yeah. Right, yeah, I was a bit disappointed, but there you go. Yeah, me it, too. In a Pradeep. Yeah. It, they cut the pro- Basically, this is a video game BAFTAs uh, that I was presenting an award, hosted by Vernon Kay, who I thought did an excellent job. Very nice gentleman. Do you know what really, really annoyed me about that show? To the point I got so angry I had to switch off. What? That Muppet, Dave Berry... Who basically did a, a history of video games that was factually oh, incorrect? He's an idiot. He's, he, he had his facts wrong, and he was saying, "Yeah, all these old video games—they were rubbish. Look at this. It's rubbish. This is rubbish. People who play video games are geeks, and it's rubbish. He's wrong. Old video games were fantastic, and video games make more money than movies and pop music combined. So it can't just be a minority thing that only geeks are into." Well, the best thing about the whole thing. Yeah. When you turn around and said that you your favourite game is Elite on the BBC because that is the best game of all time. Elite is the greatest game ever made, but Elite I d- on the BBC B, yeah, not the Master. BBC B. Model B, yes. I, but I got genuinely furious with Dave Berry, and I'm going to make it my mission to destroy that man if at all. The very fact he gets paid work is offensive to me. He's Did a nice lad. He believe you me, he's a very nice lad, but he's awful. I've, I've shocked Ed into submission. If you, if you saw it, they're going to show it on Channel 4, and they'll probably repeat it on E4, the video game BAFTAs, and it was quite interesting. Uh, Vernon did a very good job, as he always does, and Dave Barry's a nice fella, Sarah Handy very nice, but it just annoyed me that they did this history of video games that was factually wrong, uh, and they said that gamers are geeks, and they can't get girlfriends. Oh, God, that's so lazy and old-fashioned. Uh, 870 if you want to comment on that. Anyway, uh, we have been doing, for the last couple of months, a feature where you, the listener, can meet me for 22 minutes and buy me a drink. This is what happened when I went to meet Martin yesterday. This is Ian Lee, uh, with Agent Chris. Hello. We're off to our top... <laughs> Look at the bus! We're off to our top secret location to meet someone for 22 minutes. Chris, who are we meeting today, please? His name is Martin. And, bit, bit more about Oh, uh, he sounded like a really nice guy when I arranged it. Right. That, that's it, is it? I'm out. That's all I know. <laughs> OK, what time do we arrange to meet him? Uh, quarter to two. Right, it's now... Uh, ten to two, that means he's not, we can't find him, he's not here, what do we do? Well, I've started the clock, so he has 21 minutes remaining. Nice one, let's go inside and just, like, hang out and maybe meet some chicks. Nice one. Okay, listen, uh, 
We've been here for about ten minutes. This guy hasn't turned up. What's his name, Mark? Martin. Give, have you got his number? Yeah, I'm going to give him a call now. Hang on. Hi, Martin. It's Chris from LBC. We're just wondering where, where, how far away are you? Oh, really? Oh, is everything all right? Well, okay. Um, well, uh, all right. Just we'll leave it for now, and uh, just uh, I'll, I'll email. Well, I've, I've given up. I, I should give up a lot of work to do this. Yeah, quite. I'll, yeah, I'll just send me an email. All right. Oh, all right. Cheers, Martin. All right. Bye. Right. He better have a really good excuse for not being here, Chris, because I'm furious. Well, he's very mysterious. He just got caught up in something. He got caught up in something? What, like a mystery or a crime or something? I don't know, but it's something very serious. So, um... This is the last time I ever do this. What, because of Martin? Is it Martin's fault? Yes, yes, yes. Nice one, Martin. Right, that's it. A no-show. I'm not doing that anymore. That's the end of the feature. That's the last one we ever do. I'm speechless. Brilliant idea. What? That's what we need. A brilliant idea for a new feature. Genius. Thanks. So, thanks to Martin. That's never happening again. Never doing that again. So we can take that off the website, Chris. Nice one, Martin. Yeah, nice one, Martin. You muffed up my show for everyone. So when you go to... The www.lbc.co.uk, that's going to be taken off. That's not happening. So, if any ideas for a new feature, uh, then uh, they would be gratefully appreciated, to be honest. Very, very disappointing. Uh, Lindsay! Hi, Ian. Hey, Lindsay. Hi, uh, can I go for the Mystery Voice Competition, please? Oh, you want to play the Mystery Voice Competition? Fantastic, yeah. okay. Yeah, meeting you for 22 minutes. Sorry? It's a prize meeting you and Chris for 22 minutes. It could be. Have a listen to this. It's Duncan Bannertine. I'm Duncan Bannertine. I'm Duncan Bannertine. I'm Duncan Bannertine. Who do you think that is? Well, I think it's Duncan Bannertine. Is it who? Um, the one from Dragon's Den, you know. I need his name. Duncan... I'm Duncan Bannertine. Bannertine. Duncan Bannertine, you're saying? fancy. You're saying it's Duncan... Duncan Bannertine? Yeah. Pop a doodle do. Absolutely correct. You got it spot on. Oh, great. What do I win? Well, it means you win a chance to go on to the next, uh, round. Okay. Uh, who's this mystery voice? Stupid FM station in London. Stupid FM station in London. And this guy is on, during the day, on a prime shift. He's like afternoon drive, which is a very big-time prime shift. Who's that? I think it's Brenda. You're thinking it's Verinda. Oh, and the prize is a chance to, uh, have a night of passion with me and Chris. pop a I'm afraid you got it wrong, Lindsay. It was Charlie Wolf. Never mind. I think we all escaped, uh, lightly there. 0870-9090-973. Adverts, news, travel ads. Uh, quiz TV shows, uh, Quizmania, The Mint, Quiz Monkey, uh, running and jogging. Did anyone, did anyone do speed walking still? I can't believe it was around in the 50s. I thought it was an 80s phenomenon. If anyone still does speed walking, 0870-9090-973. And other things that you'll, you'll pick up as we go along. Bruce! Oh, hello, hello, hi. Bruce! Bruce! Did, did you wear your DJ the other night, then? Uh, to the, the BAFTAs? No, yeah, yeah, that's it. The uh, video I'm game BAFTAs. Because there was a d- debate on the show as to whether I should wear a DJ or not. And in yeah, the yeah, end, Dougie, the the Dougie, the the guy with the funny accent, and I said, "Don't wear, don't wear that cheap suit of yours, whatever you do." No, I wore a uh, a uh, uh, nice, uh, plain, dark uh, navy blue suit and a white uh, shirt and no tie, and I looked daddy cool. Exactly. How did the geeks look? I bet they didn't wear. 
Steve. Well, there was the young lads at our table wearing jeans and a T-shirt. Exactly, they're geeks. Black T-shirt, jeans, long hair, greasy face. Well, I, I tell you what, though, Bruce, you say that, there were some stunning, absolutely no, stunning women. Really? Oh, that uh, the, the oriental girl that won two awards, Chris. You remember her? She, with the, the, the big slit uh, up her dress. <laughs> Seriously, she had this this, this big slit, slit dress. She looked absolutely stunning. I, I thought it was all going to be dark T-shirts, greasy face, and all men. No. There were a lot of people in, in, in tuxedos. Uh, there were a lot of people, lots of women in, uh, sort of ball gowns and things like that. But there, yes, there were some slightly less formally dressed, uh, people. Dave Berry, my nemesis, uh, was wearing, like, jeans, a, sh- a, 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 a suit jacket and a t-shirt, and he looked a right mess! I was laughing about the, um, the radio presenter, Paul Gambaccini. I thought, what's he doing up there? Oh, ga- Gambo's at all of these things. Every really? award I've ever been to... What? How does he get the ticket? Well, look, he's, I mean, Gabo's, he's a, I, I've met him a couple of times, he's a, a very, I've met him once, actually, he's a very nice chap, but he just gets invited to all of these things because people love him. Oh. Well, maybe you need a reporter. I put myself forward as, um, mm-hmm. as a reporter for uh, black tie, um, dinnerware and party correspondent. So what, so what would you do? I'll go to lots of parties. Okay, go on then. And I'll report back to you. Okay. I might invite you to a few if they're any oh. good. I could bring you up in the middle of them. Do you know what? I don't like parties. I don't like parties. Even if it's a house party, uh, or if it's like a big function somewhere. That's why I should go for you and yeah. report back. Okay, go on then. Well, send me to your phone. Oh, oh, hang on a minute. So it's up to me to arrange to send you to these parties, is it, Bruce? Yeah, and, and for spending money. Yeah, right. And, uh... Yes, you can get lost. Wanda! Hello! Hello, Wanda. I'm having one of those days. Oh, a good day or a bad day? <laughs> well, so-so, so-so, so-so. Um, so-so. I never get invited to parties, and I love parties. I'm a party animal. I get invited to, not as much as when, uh, as I used to be, but I get invited to a lot of, uh, uh, awards ceremonies and showbiz parties. That's because you're a superstar DJ. Get this, you? I had an invitation. Again, mm-hmm. this, I had an email the other day, uh, 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 uh f- from, uh, Jimmy Carr's agent, Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr. Saying, yeah. Jimmy Carr has personally invited, uh, you, Ian, to go to the book, his book launch party. Ooh, what did he do, darling? Um, I never get invited. Well, do, do you think I'm going to that? I'm not, <laughs> I'm fine, thank you. He's a nice lad, a very nice lad, but I'm, I'm fine, I'll, I'll stay at home and play Tomb Raider if you don't mind. Well, look, why don't you give me the ticket, hey? I could do, I suppose. Go on, I... I don't particularly like Jimmy Carr, but I'm, I'm, I'm a good conversationalist. Once, I, once I got invited to, get this, this yeah. they're obviously just doing a mail-out to anyone that had ever been on TV once. Mm. Uh, you know Jennifer Ellison? Rings a bell. She's a slightly tarty girl, used to be in Brookside, now is on the front page of the Star quite a oh, lot. Oh, yeah, that hussy, yes, yes. Uh, well, yeah, I, I got invited to her birthday party. But I don't know her. Never met her. And I got invited to her birthday party. It's insane, isn't it? Well, how about you give me the invite? Because I'm very sociable, I'm yes. very chatty, and no. I dress up. Uh, dress up as what? Well, I'm actually going to a fancy dress party, so I will, will be wearing the gimp mask, but normally it's just a nice dress, a nice frock. I've got a fantastic figure. Yes. Uh, um, yeah. N- no. 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 <laughs> but, but good effort, Wanda. Well, well, thanks for listening to me. It's a pleasure. David. Ian. Yes. How you doing? I'm all right, yeah. It was, uh, it was about an email that we sent, left on your MySpace. All right. About the, uh, moist wipes. MySpace.com forward slash the really elite. Still looking for my 3,000th friend. That's the one. Oh, were you the chap 
A friend of yours did an experiment with moist wipes. That, that I am the friend of the email sender, yes. Oh, okay. So, can you tell the story but not be vulgar? I can try. Yes. Um... We're talking about moist wipes, by the way, if anyone doesn't know how I refuse to use them. But go on, David. (laughs) So, you've not tried it yet? No, I've not, no. You're not going to go there? It just seems a lot of money for something that I'm not, I'm not going to feel comfortable using. It's money well spent here. Go on. Well, uh, I was, I rushed home from work one day. Yes. And, um... I'd gone to the loo, as it were. Yes. And finally, there was no toilet paper. Uh oh. And uh, all that was there was my, my son's uh, moist wipes. Right. Yes. And so I had to use them, and since then I've used them ever since. That's not the story that I heard. <laughs> What's the story you've heard? That you used, you did an experiment where you used toilet paper. I know, I have done that. And now. then you, now and, I, and then you used a moist wipe afterwards. And once you saw um, the results, yeah, all right, it yes, was. you you carried on using moist wipes. Yes. Yes. Okay. Why are we getting a lot of people phoning in to talk about stuff that either I did last week or someone else did three and a half months ago? How is that happening? I'm keen to, I'm, I'm going to try an experiment, uh, it's soon. I need to get some more trousers for it. I'm going to go a month without wearing jeans. I'm going to, I'm really going to try this. I'm going to do a whole four weeks. I'm going to try and do four weeks without wearing any jeans. I, cords don't count as jeans either, by the way, so I can get away with wearing cords, I think. They're not jeans. Uh, but I was at a thing the other, the other night, and there were about 30 people there, and I was the only one not wearing jeans. I thought, yeah, I like that. I like being the only person not wearing jeans. And I've, I, I, I've worn jeans... Uh, I didn't wear jeans for quite a while when I was a bit younger. And it just dawns on me that I'm wearing jeans all the time because it's easy and it's lazy. So I, I'm going to try... I'm going to get another couple of pairs of trousers, really. But I'm going to try and live a, a, a month without wearing jeans. If you don't wear jeans at all, can you, can you give me a call and... Um, well, I, I don't know if give me some pointers is a particularly good way of phrasing it, because obviously the only pointer is, well, don't wear jeans. But if you never wear jeans, or if you don't own a pair of jeans, 0870 I'd be keen to uh, talk to you. Dilip is in the Chigwell. Uh, I'm sorry, I can't, can't really hear, sorry. Hello, Dilip. Hello? Hello? Yes? Y- you're on the radio? Um, so- I'm on the, yeah, I'm on the, ra- yeah. Yes. Yes, um, I just got into the cab. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry? Oh, Dilip's driving it. Who are you, then? Um, um, uh, I just called for the cab to go to Council Avenue. Oh, you're, you're on the radio. No, I'm on the... No, I'm boat. driving the cab. She's my <laughs> substitute. Yes, you're on LBC 97.3. This is Ian Lee. Right. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. Hi, Ian. Sorry, mate. I'm driving. So, you know, it's a passenger. I don't want to get into trouble. Yeah, well, you, you, you'll get into trouble by putting people on the radio without telling them, Dilip. No, well, I say, please hold the phone, you know, like, I don't want to let you down. But, but you, you've let me down by being a Muppet. Oh, I'm so sorry, mate. I, I'll, I'll have to make some time this next time. OK, lovely. What on earth was going on there? Eddie. Hello, Ian. Hello, Eddie. Hello, mate. The other night, I was out with some work friends. Yes. And I thought I'd found something. I, I listened to you a couple of weeks on the ra- a couple of weeks ago on the radio, and I thought it was hilarious. So oh, I was yeah. telling all my mates about it. I said, listen to this bloke, Ian Lee, on the radio. Absolutely brilliant. They was all listening anyway. Yeah. One of them actually sold you a boiler. I thought, oh, I've really been left out of the club here. Sold me a boiler? Julian. Julian? 
My mate Julian, yeah, sold you a boiler. When? I don't know, it must have been about, I don't know, six months ago. A boiler six months ago? North, North London you live, don't you? Yeah, but I, d- I didn't buy a boiler six months ago. Well, he's lying then, isn't he? He is lying. I bought a bo- the last time I bought a boiler was about four years ago. Might have been then. What? <laughs> who, okay, who does he work for? Oh, I can't say that. Is it, the, well, is it's it... A big, big blue flame on the side of the van. Oh, well then, mate, well, yeah, it could, well, the British gas is what you're saying. Is it? Well, he could have... That was. He possibly could have done, yes. Well, tell well, him, well, tell him the knob's broken off the bottom of it. Is it? Yeah, I can't change the water pressure. I'll give him a ring, we'll just put one on for you. Oh, there you go, good lad. Eddie, thank you for that. Isn't it a small world? And it's populated by mentals. 0870 How do I live a gene-free lifestyle? If you can help me, give us a call and I'll speak to you after the latest LBC 97.3 news. I'll tell you, Chris, I'll tell you what you've done with that. What? You've, you, it's too small. Your A's look like Q's, and you've not put the time that they're on. Basically, let me explain what's happening in the studio. Uh, we have a whiteboard. You probably can't say that now. Uh, and what we do is uh, producers will write on the whiteboard, uh, for example, if uh, someone is standing in for someone, if there is a special guest on a show. And Chris has written, Upper Street, from TV programme Totally Boy Band, will be with Ian Lee on Music the Thursday the 19th. Thing is, it's too small to see, and you've not written what time you You just read it. Well, I can I can see it, but I've, I, I know it's there. If I glance over there and I'm I'm stumbling because I haven't got much to say. I don't know, like most of I'm James or something, run out of things to say, you know, about veils and stuff. I look over there. I'm not. That's not going to catch my eye, is it? I need something to catch my eye. Alright, I'll do so it again. Bigger. Alright. So if you call in now and you come on the air, Chris will be in the studio with us. Okay. Don't don't, don't feel that means you can chip in though. All right. All right. Okay. Uh, Scott. Ian. Yes. How are you? I'm all right, yes. I'm un- Who is it? It's, it's Scott. All right. <laughs> uh, it's, ignore Chris, Scott, and let's just carry on. That's okay. I've got a solution to your gene-free life. Well, this is the plan. For those who just tuned in, I'm planning to live for a month without wearing jeans. Right. Is it, is it doable? Yeah, of course, yes. Okay, it's, well... Uh, chinos, Ian. Uh, chinos? They're like jeans, though, aren't they? Yeah. No, they're... Shut up. The reason they're good is that they are like the MDF of legwear. Right. Because it's like an amalgamation of both jean and trouser wear. So it's like it's like a, a treen or a jouser? Yes. Okay. And, um, I know where you can get them for £6 a pair. Uh, is it Primark? It is. Yes, yes, no, I... I've uh, got loads of them and I think they're, well, they're wonderful. Do you know what? I've, I've, they're really comfortable. I've, I've never done the Primark. I was in there once with an ex-girlfriend of mine and you just, I just went mad with the as people are, are, are rattling through the clothes uh, hangers, and I was in there briefly the other day with my brother-in-law, mm. uh, but I couldn't face looking around in there. It's worth doing, is it, though? Yes, it, it, it's, it's excellent. It, uh, you can, you, there's lots of rubbish in there, but you can find some hidden gems. I'm not, I'm not convinced by the chinos, though. Aren't they uh, perceived as being a little bit naff? No, because you can wear them for both casual and... You can dress them up and look really smart in them. So okay. you can wear them for both things. Okay, you know? Scott. Thank you right. for that. Thank you for that. I'm not, I'm not convinced by the the chinos. It's the kind of thing I imagine Chris would wear his chinos. You know, it's just a little bit. I wouldn't. You know, not as as. as uh, I want to look kind of cool and uh, individual. I want to be an uh, individual if, if that's uh, possible. Uh, Matt is in Fulham. Hello. Yes, Matt. Yeah. Oh, hang on. Sorry. It's, I'm not it's Matt. Will you just get on right that? How long does it take you to write something on there? I'm doing it neatly. Well, not that neatly. Yes, Matt. 
The, uh, that, that guy that was doing the, the quiz thing, uh, work shy. Oh, this is... the answer to work thing, work shy. Right, let's explain. Uh, I was talking about people who watched Quizmania and things like that, uh, and this guy had watched, uh, watched it and fallen asleep. He missed the answer. It was work something. Was that definitely the answer? Well, probably. Oh, no, hang on a minute. So you didn't see it then? No, but look, the guy's been suffering all this time. We could put him out of his misery. But you're, you're just guessing, though, Matt. The thing is... That with, with, with these, these quiz mania and quiz monkey, what they quite often do is that it's not the obvious one you're going to think it is. Well, he didn't think of that one. How do, how do you know he didn't think of that one? Bring him up. Bring him up and ask him. He oh. didn't think of that. OK, well, I'm, I, I, I won't ring him up and ask him. I finished. Upper Street from TV programme, Totally Boy Well done, excellent. I've got no calls lined up now. I'm just going to have to, I'm just going to pick one of these at random. I don't like having them in the studio, it makes me uncomfortable. Hello. Hello, is that Roger? Yes. Roger, you're on the air. Oh, already? Yes. Hello, Ian. Hello, Roger. Now, my friend Ian Staples down in La Manga is listening to us, or you, on Sky. Oh, yes. And he doesn't believe that you played Chill Blaze and Mouthful of Sausage. Oh, for God's sake. Go on, sakes. give us it. Go on, give us it again. Oh, this, these are the... This clips. is for Ian Staples in La Manga. Chill Blaze? That's it. And, uh, they're Ma- quite far away on my computer, that's why it takes a while to yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. I've got a mouthful of sausage. That's all right, that's it. Is that all right? That's fine. Good lad, there we right. go. That, well, that filled up 30 seconds of broadcast time. What's this one? Line four, you're on the air. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, that was, uh, was, was exciting. You see, you see how this works sometimes. Oh! Upper Street from TV programme Totally Boy Band will be on Music Thursday with Ian Lee from 3pm. I just wrote that. Yeah, I'm just reading it, because I've finished talking about veils and stuff, haven't I? Max! <laughs> Bless you. Right, I'll tell you, hang on. Is, is he your producer? What? Your producer, Chris? Yes. Was I speaking to him? W- can you speak to him? No, was I? Was I? Oh, I probably was. Yes. I'm terribly sorry, Ian. I've got to go. I'm, I'm on the A3. Oh, well... Oh, apparently, Upper Street from... You see how that one works, can't you? Line 8, you're on the wireless. Hello, Ian. Yes. Hello, it's Ben in Kingston. Hello, Ben. Hello, I've got an idea for a feature. Oh, fantastic. Yes, now we've dropped Meet Me for 22 minutes. We need a new feature. How's about, um, people can come to the office and challenge you at some Xbox game of their choosing of some sort. Oh, now, is it funny you say that? Is it funny? It is funny you say that, because Chris and I were thinking of doing that for, uh, for an idea for something else that we've got. Ah. Isn't this the perfect time, then, to... It, uh, it's, maybe it's it the perfect time. Uh, with, with, yes, ah, uh, ah, uh, well, uh, Ben, I can say no more, but yes, that, that's in the pipeline. Ah, fantastic. Thank, fantastic. Hey, Chris, he thought the same idea that we thought. Paul is in Penge. <laughs> Hello, Ian, how you doing, mate? I'm doing very well, Paul, yes. Yeah, we want to well, well, Paul. Well, Paul. Say what? Well, Paul. I'm Paul. Well, well, Paul. Do you get it? Well, oh, uh, hey, hey, hey. Well, well, <laughs> yeah. Paul. Well, Paul. Well, Paul. You um, wanted someone to ring up that still does speed walking? Oh yes. Yeah, I do it still. But do you not? Do you not realise you look a little bit silly? No, not the way I do. I don't do it wiggling the. Well, that's, well, that's what you're on about. You've got ten seconds to describe the butch way to speed walk. Well, you just sort of don't waggle your hips. There we go. It works for me. Oh eight seven. Sorry, we had to cut you off there, Paul. We're, we're coming to the ads. Oh eight seven oh nine oh nine oh nine seven three. More of the calls after this. 
Meet. Uh, there we go. Uh, any of these coming through, Chris? These calls, or are you just, uh, lying there? Aaron! Hiya. Aaron! Hi, I'm in there. I'm talking about trousers, that's it. Okay, go on then. Right, yeah, you can wear trousers, it's great. You, you know, I wear trousers because I'm working in an office five days a week, and Saturday, Sundays, you get you look even smarter. But so it's all. Do you not? Do you own any jeans at all? No. You don't own them. No, 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 no. And don't you feel a bit left out about that? Why? I look. I look proper smart. I look better than them. Mm, proper smart. Yes, I like that. I'd like to look proper smart. I, yeah. I, I'm thinking of doing it. It's a brave thing though, because I'm very lazy when it comes to dressing, and partic- not particularly. You know, quite scruffy. Uh, and jeans are always the easy option. Well, what happened is I came back from India and I lost a lot of weight. Oh, yeah. And so all my jeans didn't fit, so I chucked them out, yeah. and I got a new job, and I had to wear office clothes. So I went down, you know, to your local Primark, you kit yourself out, mm. and proper. Yeah, open mate, button, mate. Open button shirts, and, you know, you don't have to wear shirts on top, you can just wear the, um, jumpers. Uh, Aaron, listen, thank you very much for that. Maybe Primark, it sounds like Primark is the place I have to go to. It's very cheap. Very, very cheap in Primark. Mark, do you shop in Primark? Oh, I'm a It's good value, is it? It's uh, excellent value for, for money, but can I give you a, a clothing tip? Please do. Slacks. Beg your pardon? Slacks. Who are? You should wear slacks. Oh, slacks is what he's saying. Fantastic. Well, I, well, I don't... Do you know, Mark, I don't quite know what slacks are. They're, they're, they're like a, 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 a trouser from a suit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But they're an individual item. So you can buy them in, independently of, of a suit jacket? Yes. But they, the thing is, I've worn, I've worn suit trousers on their own before, and without, they always look just a little bit uncomfortable without, you know, the, 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 the would, would you wear with it a shirt? Well, you, you should get, uh, I, I'll give you a top tip. Yeah, calm down, calm down. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting that side no, no, because don't, I, I'm visually dressing you. Yeah, well, well, visually, I, no, don't visualise me at all, just. Okay. Yes, gently, calm down, yes. A nice belt. Yes. Something that says, yeah. I'm ready for action. Yeah. I'm off to a meeting or a date. Yeah. With a nice pleated pair of slacks. Yes. Don't actually get excited again because you're sounding a little bit disturbing when you when you speak slowly. With a, with a, with a, with a very starched shirt. Yes. It'd look marvellous. Yeah, and where would I get that belt from with that slogan on it? You can come round to my house any day. And... Yeah. What are you wearing right now, Mark? Nothing. Thanks very much for that. That's unpleasant. Can we just have no more nude callers? I don't want any more nude callers, because it... Uh, do you know what I mean? I don't actually have to put up with that. It makes me very uncomfortable. Kevin! How we doing, Ian? Yeah, we're, we're doing all right, Kevin. He sounds weird, that guy. He, 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 I don't like nude men singing to me. You know, call, call me strange, but it makes me uncomfortable. I was getting a bit worried, then. I don't like nude women singing to me. I don't like, I don't like people singing to me, and I don't like nude people talking to me, so... <laughs> every box was being ticked there. He's weird. Yeah. Anyway, Kevin, what do you want? Uh, it's Kevin the Repo Man. Oh, blimey, yes. Yeah, I'm the Repo Man. Okay. Okay. Do, do I, have um, to, I have to call you that, do I? That's what, um, that's what Steve calls me, yeah. Steve Allen? Steve Allen, he calls me Kev the Repo Man. Oh, in that case, well, we must maintain that tradition, mustn't we? Oh, yeah. def- most definitely. Yeah. Most definitely. Yes. Anyway, Ian. Yes. This, um, this guy was watching this NAF quiz show, wait, waiting for the word of work... And then he fell asleep. Oh, the quiz, the quiz mania thing. The quiz mania is so obvious, but it's not going to be the right answer because Steve no. has sussed this, this, this lot out. He's sussed this lot out good and proper. Yes. It's Steve, a rip-off. Steve Allen. 
Hey, Ivan, any stuff? Well, no, uh, no, 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 they're not a rip-off, because you know exactly uh, what it's going to cost you to call in. Yeah. Uh, you don't, they don't hide anything from you, so it's not a rip-off. People know the chances, and obviously I... some people do win uh, lots of money on there. No, no one has. That's the thing. They might win a thousand. No one, no one, no one's ever won the jackpot. I've seen someone. I've seen someone win ten grand on there. Oh, Steve Allen's got, got it all wrong. What, 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 what's this, Steve Allen? Kevin, call, call in with your own thoughts, not with Valen's thoughts. For God's sake, Steve Allen says this. Steve Allen says that. Oh dearie, dearie me! What was that all about? Are they like lovers or something? What's going on there? Steve says he's back tomorrow. <laughs> At five o'clock in the morning, of course. Excellent stuff. Uh, Steve will be on in tw- uh, 12 hours' time. Uh, uh, Bill is in Leighton. Hello, Ian. Hello there, Bill. What are you doing? Doing the radio show, mate. Like I do every every day at this time. Oh, cool, man. Uh, I've got some advice for you. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Forget the slack. Forget the Primark. You want some comfy clothes, yeah? I want to get rid of my jeans. I want to live a jean-free existence. Well, I've got just a thing for you, my friend. Oh, OK, my friend. All right, my friend, you ready? I, I'm, yeah, I'm ready. I'm waiting for you to tell me. Go to Muswell Hill Town Centre. Yeah. Walk into the nearest precinct. Yeah. Look for your nearest JD Sports chain. Yeah. JD Sports. Can I say we don't have a JD Sports in Muswell Hill? Well, go to the nearest one. Wood Green. Uh, Wood and, Green. and what? 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 And buy what? Buy tracksuits. Get yourself some Echo. Echo. Echo Plus. What Echo. the he- What the hell is that? Echo is the greatest make. In history, my friend. Okay, you're speaking in a very slow. Why is everyone speaking odd today? If Mark, Mark in the Park fella was speaking odd. The last fella was. What's what's happening to everyone? Um, I can talk normal now. Can you can you sing me this bill? Because maybe I'm not getting it because you're not singing it to me. Well, all right then. Ian, my friend. Ian, Ian Lee. You wanna be nice and cock comfy, so why not wear some Echo, the Rhino brand? You look cool, you have the street cred, and I personally think it will suit you. Seriously, and it will suit you. Nice one. Oh, <laughs> that was good, wasn't it? Matt! Hello. Hello, Matt. How you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm all right. It's not. The, I don't think it's been a particularly good show today. It's been all right today. To be honest, it's not been that bad. I enjoy listening to you when I'm oh, stuck in traffic. Okay. It's about the only chance I get, quite frankly. Nice um, one. Well, that's good. Thank you. Your jean problem. Yes. My brother, I thought for years and years and years he didn't wear anything but jeans. Just turns out he's got really dark tracksuit trousers. What? And you thought they were jeans? Yeah, for ages. I never really paid close enough attention. And to be honest, if you get dark enough tracksuit trousers and you get them dirty, they look a bit like jeans from a distance anyway. Do they? I'm trying to, uh, well, uh, you, well, what, like the shiny kind of tracksuit trousers? Well, no, not like a shell suit, not Jimmy Savile, but like, <laughs> the ones with the, the three stripes down the side and the, the little blue line on them sort of Oh, thing. yes, you know, yes, the, yes. You know the ones I mean. The thing is, I, can, nice. I can't come into, I can't function as a human being wearing tracksuit trousers at the age of 33. That looks well, sad. Well, you've not got a problem at work. You're on the radio. Nobody can see you. Well, I, you know, James O'Brien judges me when I come in, and I've got to set a good yeah, example. You, you know, you can wear those tracksuit. You can beat him in a race. You're allowed to wear tracksuit bottoms. Do you know what? That's a good point, Matt. Yes, thank That's you very right. much. Yeah, I, I, well, I, I don't think I can get away with doing that, to be honest. I think maybe I'm a bit too old. For any other suggestions for what I can wear apart from jeans? I just need to go out and get some trousers, but I, I know I'm going to end up, but what I'm going to do is end up going to The Gap and getting, like, a dozen pairs of trousers from The Gap. Everything I own is from The Gap. I'm a walking advert for the blooming place. Um, all of your calls after this. Nick Ferrari. He always... Yes? 
Um, I'm calling because I've got an idea about what you could wear instead of jeans. Oh, go ahead. Um, a friend of ours wears the sort of, um, elastic, it's going to sound awful, elasticated waist, sort of pyjama trousers. What? What, in, pyjama trousers in the daytime? Yeah. And then he wears a sort of trendy jumper with them and some nice shoes. Um, (laughs) And it looks really nice. Um. Even though it's a sort of bit alternative. He actually looks quite good. Yeah, um, that's not going to happen. I'm not wearing pyjamas. Because they've got that little flap at the front, you never know what's going to happen there, do you? Just out there talking, uh, to the posse. Uh, OK, 0870 On till 6.30. Don't forget, at 6 o'clock, Triple M, we take your call straight to air for 30 minutes of, uh, well, pretty much whatever. Chris, do we have any correspondence lined up? We got two. All right, five thirty-eight daily correspondent update coming soon. What have we mentioned today? Uh, jogging, uh, running, uh, Tony Blair wearing glasses, fan clubs, quiz TVs through the nights, and uh, c- can I survive without wearing jeans for a month? I'm, I'm really going to do it. I think I just need to get a couple more pairs of trousers, and then I've probably got enough to have a nice little. And then I have three pairs of trousers, and that's probably enough to to survive survive a month without wearing jeans. I think. Just they're a bit lazy, aren't they, jeans? And they're easy to wear, and it's just, uh, I'm wearing them now, and it's just an easy thing to do. So I'm a bit more imagination, uh, I think. I'm not going to wear pyjama trousers, though, like that woman said. That's insane. Cosette is in the Whitechapel. Oh, hi, Ian. I'm Hello. not actually in Whitechapel, as Nick seems to think I am. I, I'm oh. actually in Clapham. Okay, well, never mind. Um, I've got a suggestion for you. Okay. You don't want to wear trousers, you don't want to wear jeans, I'm suggesting you wear a skirt. They're very comfortable. You're one of those perverts I've heard so much about. Uh, uh, you, do you know what? I've, let's, let's just say I'm aware of what they feel like. Why? Have you worn one? Yes, I have. Okay, well, then you know that. It's the best thing for you. It's not, the thing is, for a gentleman, it isn't, because we have a ding-dang, and it feels kind of, when you're wearing a skirt... There's no protection or covering of that, and everything feels a bit exposed. Uh, and it, I, it, it may be different for women, but men like to know that everything is safely packaged up. Uh, and well, it, there are solutions for that. You could wear nice, close, carbon plain boxes. You, oh, hang on. Now, now you're just getting a little bit creepy with imagining exactly... Is this some fantasy of yours to see... see it isn't, but you seem so very hard to please. Yeah, well, that... So, and that's the reason why I'm giving you proper suggestions. Okay. It's it's a good idea. Uh, I don't think it's going to happen either. Uh, but thank you, Jesse. Hello. Hello, Jesse. Hi. Can you hear me? Well, yeah. That's why we're talking. Oh, right. Perfect. Now, I work in fashion PR, and oh. I think I can solve your whole jeans dilemma. Okay. Basically, I want you to come into my showroom, and I'll oh. kick you out from yeah. head to toe for the next month in anything apart from jeans. Right. And you can keep it all for free. Oh, hang on a second. This sounds almost too <laughs> good to be true. There couldn't be a catch anywhere, could there? No. Purely trying to help you. Yeah. But I can suggest yeah. at least seven pairs of things you can wear instead of jeans, just off the top of my head. Well, go on then. For example. Right. For example, we have combat trousers, flannel oh, trousers, oh. tweed trousers. Oh. Tweeds? Tweed trousers. People don't wear tweed anymore, do they? They do. It's back with a vengeance. Do you read GQ? Uh, no, no, I don't. I read nuts, I'm afraid. Oh, well, Only because they send it they to us every week. They've got a double-page fashion bread in nuts, so, okay. you know. Yeah, no, in, in nuts this week, they've got 200 girls kissing, is, is the feature. The, the whole feature is that. That's terrible. It's a couple of pages after that. Okay, I shall, I, I shall, uh, uh, have a look. 
So, uh, yeah, I don't think it's a hard thing to do myself, but then uh, if you're not in the fashion industry, which you're not... No, I'm not. So, no. As somebody from the fashion industry, yes. I am offering my services. But, 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 but Jesse, you, but you say fashion PR. Yes. Now, uh, the, the PR, that means public relations. It does indeed. So I, I, I cannot believe that you're going to give me a month's worth of free trousers... Yeah. Without a little... <laughs> a little older... Well, you scratch my back and I'll scratch yours. <laughs> you, you, we go, you see. There'll be no back scratching going on. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, there we go. Uh, oh, it's seven oh nine oh nine oh nine something. Oh, it's Sifu. Hello. Hello, the Sifu. I've got no competition for you today that we normally play. Oh, OK. So I haven't been prepared. Oh, blimey. Well, we'll right, but, you on, oh, oh, just made me laugh about the tweed trousers. <laughs> She sounded very nice, that lady. I hope she doesn't think I was, I was, uh, you know, uh, being rude or anything. She sounded very, very nice, but I don't think people... She did sound wholesome. She sounded lovely, but I don't think people wear tweed anymore, do they? No, uh, uh, saying I don't own jeans myself. Oh, okay. Combats or something I find a little bit more better. Yeah. What about linen trousers? Linen trousers, yes. Very comfortable. It, but not in the winter, though. It, why not? Because it's too cold, you muppet. You get in the car. You, you're going to walk around for in the cold for. I, I love the fact your voice is just getting higher and higher with every sentence that you say. It's it, it, it's the chief. Yeah. It, yeah. Uh, well, I, I, I had some linen trousers once, and they're all right. The thing with combat is, I think at 33, I'm too old to wear them. I don't. I think you're wrong there. I agree with you on the on the tracksuits. You're 33. That's wrong. Yeah. Ian, walking. Don't run anymore. You you, you will fa- thank me when you're 60. Really? Too much impact on the joints. Yes, it's bad for these, but if you go running on grass, that's better for you, isn't it? Well, you don't want to be running on the grass, do you? Yes, it's 5.38. It's time for the daily 5.38 Daily Correspondent Update. Brought to you every day. Daily. This is Matt from the Heath Road, Cart Fishing and UFC Correspondent, and here is my update. More news from the weekend's UFC 64. The reign of long-standing middleweight champion Rich Franklin has come to an end at the hands of Anderson, the spider, Silver. Silver used a classic Muay Thai clinch and pounded Ace with a barrage of vicious knees. Franklin could not deal with in a punishment, and after I received a broken nose, he fell to the floor, at which point the ref stopped it. In this UFC's correspondent's opinion, I was particularly shocked. Wow. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen. It's Dave in from the South Uber Veteran Post. I love And did you know that the world's longest crayon measures 15 feet long? <laughs> uh, dear, how about Agent Chris's um, word feature? You can't say, man. You're not promoting it. Come on, do it. Uh, Dave was, of course, uh, referring to the feature that we occasionally do uh, about words that Chris can't say. But the, the, he's been he's been very careful in speaking correctly recently, so we've not been able to exploit him uh, for that. Uh, it's Danny Glover. Hey man, it's Danny Glover here from Lethal Weapon. Oh, you're Lethal Weapon, and you're in Framley at the moment, are you? I'm in Framley, man. Nice one. I mean, I'm just chilling out here, man. Excellent stuff. What can hey, I do for you, Danny Glover? What, what I gotta say, man, is I apologise to everybody in in this good country of yours, man. Yeah. For uh, for Predator Two. Oh, I quite like Predator Two. Well, I needed the dough, man. I, it's not as good as the first movie, it's, you know? It's not as good as the first one, but there's, I think there's something about Predator 2 that's quite good. I'm, you kill the, the Predator, though, don't you? 
Well, of course, man. I'm Danny Glover. But, but, sh- but that was a bit silly, because there's no way that you, Danny Glover, could kill, kill the Predator, who is kind of uh, unbeatable. Well, you know, you've seen me in Leaf Pepper, man, and I'm a all-round hero there, aren't I, yeah? Well, I, well, no, you're kind of... Well, Mel Gibson's more the hero, isn't he? Yeah, but he's, he's Mel Gibson. Yeah. And, you know, me and Melvin, we get on, but, you know, Melvin is Mel- Melvin, you know, and I'm, and I'm Danny Glover. Yeah. Uh, well, Danny, well, yes... I've also got something to say about your, your trousers, man. Okay, Danny, yes. And this is why I took the role of, uh, of, of the man in, in, in Predator, because I needed the money. I needed an image yeah. change, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to do like your good self. Now, yeah. I now find more comfortable wearing is um, corduroys. Oh, right, yes. You know, and I think they're what you should be wearing. It'll make a silly noise when you're walking along. But, you know, you're a boy if you wear the Roy. Okay, thank you for that, Danny Glover. Please call again. Always nice to have Hollywood movie stars uh, calling into the show. Janet's in the Chiswick. Hello, Ian. Hello, Janet. What was that all about? It was Danny Glover from Lethal Weapon. Same as old show, mate. Yes. Hmm. Um, I, well, he just suggested, actually, what I was going to suggest. I was going to help you out. You've got to get yourself to Zara. Do you have a shop in Zara? Uh, no, I don't. I didn't think they sold blokes' clothes there. Yeah. Oh. Well, you could have clothes. Okay. And you need to think about cords. Well, I've recently acquired a pair of lovely brown... I can't believe we're talking about clothes, but I don't care. Uh, some nice brown cords, and uh, yes, they're, they're very comfortable, and I think I, I look hot in them. What do you normally wear on your feet with your jeans? Trainers, shoes, boots? What? What do you normally wear on your feet? Trainers. Oh, well, then you ought to consider the combats as well, you know. I'm too old for combats, man. I'm so, they're They can be worn with 25-year-olds, but just uh, on, a, on an old, lanky man like me, they look ridiculous. Uh, well, I, I was thinking, you know, you've got long legs. Combats would actually, I think they'd bring them down a little bit. They'll bring my legs down? Well, trainers make you look short, don't they? What? Make you look a bit short. Trainers, trainers make you look short? <laughs> what does that mean? Well, they make you look shorter. I don't know. How, do they, how does that happen? <laughs> well, on a girl, a girl will always, will never wear trainers because they make her look short. Well, but yeah, but the, the, the other option the girl has is to wear high heels. Well, yeah, but a bloke, if you wear boots or shoes, they kind of make you stand up. I don't know. But I'm six foot three. I don't need to be any taller. No, I know. That's why you need to wear combats and, and trainers, and then you won't look as tall if you're worried about being tall and lanky, like you just said. Well, no, I, well, no that's cause I'm not worried. Well, no way. Now, now I've got a complex. And now I'm feeling paranoid. I'm not worried about it. I am. I am what I am. Uh, but uh, are we doing a fashion special all of a sudden? I don't I don't really... Uh, if you'd like to take part, don't forget at six o'clock, uh, it's Triple M and we take your calls straight to air. And we kind of go off topic a bit, or maybe we stand it. It depends. It's entirely up to you after six o'clock. If you want to contribute before then, uh, may I suggest you give us a call now. Although the lines are quite busy, you might still get on before six. The number, of course, uh, is 0870 Imagine if man landed on the moon... But it's left of the show proper. No, no, about ten minutes of the show proper. And Chris has gone mental and just put loads of people uh, queued up to... Uh, I've got ten people ready to go on the air. So let's do this as quickly as we can. Sean! No, it's not Sean. It's Mel. Mel who? Mel Gibson. Oh, for God's sake. Now yes. listen. Yes. Danny Glover is a maggot. Right. <laughs> He's an absolute maggot. How dare he... Yes. Call up your show yes. and start talking about lethal weapon yes. like he had anything to do with it. Well, he was in it. He's been riding my coattails his whole career. Right. That's, that's why he ended up doing that rubbish Predator 2. No, uh, Predator 2 was quite good. I liked that one. It was, it was absolute. They offered it to me. 
Yes. They offered it to me, and I, I, I could see how bad it was, so yes. I gave it to Danny Glover. OK, so, wh- but why, I don't understand why you're both phoning up, but he, he was saying nice things about you, you're slagging him off, Mel. C- come on, a bit of peace. I can't, I, I, I can't stand the man, to be quite frank with you. OK, I, yes. I, I had a thing with Patsy Kensit, yes. and he, he ruined it for me. OK, well, l- sorry to hear that. Uh, I've got to rattle through these calls, because there's, there's about ten lined up. Yes, uh, Steve? Is that me in here, the green? Yes. Hello, Ian. Um, yeah, I was just going to tell you a random fact, actually, mate. Oh, uh, go ahead. About Predator. Yes. And, uh, oh. I actually prefer Predator 2. Yeah, Predator 2 is good, isn't it? Yeah. It is much better. Um, they were considering, when they were considering people for the role of the Predator, they were considering, obviously, tall people. Yes. But when it turned out that most of the cast were very tall as well, they decided that they had to find someone really tall. Right. And the bloke who played Predator was actually seven foot, two and a half inches tall. So there you go. Excellent. Uh, le- le- Jerry. Hello, mate. Hello, Jerry. I, I, I said it is brilliant, man, but I think they had to kill him in the end yeah. because it, you couldn't make a third one, I don't think. I well, don't they, think it would have worked. They made Alien versus Predator. I didn't like Alien. Weren't my thing at all. Uh. Boring. Okay. Anyway, trousers. Oh, yes. What you want to do, mate, right, get yourself down the army surplus. Right. Get yourself a pair of proper army slacks, right, with trousers. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right, because they've got the waistband on that. They're quite a high waistband, yeah? Yeah. What you do is you roll them over a couple of times. Yeah. You wear them really low in the hips and with a nice pair of trainer and a, and a, and a, and a, well, a shirt or a, um, a T-shirt, either, denim jacket. Bob's your uncle. Uh, Jerry, thank you for that. Uh, Francis. Oh, hello. Y- uh, you're, you again? Hi, Ian. Yes, it's me again. Hard to get rid of a bad thing. Uh, 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 I'm here with my son's girlfriend, Candy, so we're listening. I'm trying to convert her to LBC. Oh, right, yeah. Um, I can't believe you came out with that statement. You don't like talking to anyone in the news. You poor girlfriend. I don't I'm like talking. I don't like talking to people in the nude. It, it makes me uncomfortable. Really? Put some clothes on. You're not naked, are you, Francis? Honestly, sorry? Are you naked? Naked? That's an arrestable offence. I'm talking. Uh, yes. With my roof down, I don't think so. You got your roof down? What? That, what, what does that mean? My roof of my car. Oh, your car! I thought you meant you got your out. <laughs> okay, well, excellent <laughs> stuff, lovely. Thank you. Uh, yes, Bob. Hello, Ian. Yes. Uh, that moon advert reminded me about. Well, 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 which, 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 which advert? Well, an advert on the radio. Well, there was an advert on about. Um, yeah, well, we can't talk about that then, can we? Uh, young Phil. Oh, uh, hi. Was that Duncan Valentine just then? Uh, yes, yes, I, I, I believe it was. Uh, Matt! You don't consider wearing shorts instead of trousers? Not in this weather. Yeah, but you're in... You're talking about what you're going to wear to work or what you're going to well, wear out. Well, what am I going to wear in life? And also, the thing is, I don't have the legs for shorts. Well, nor do I, but I mean, I'll wear shorts to work, I'll wear shorts around the yard. You Obviously, you've got to wear trousers sometimes. You go to a meeting, you know, you've got to dress. But shorts is easy, shorts is great. You get... Any any mess on yet? It's a lot easier to wash your legs than to wash a whole pair of trousers. <laughs> to wash your legs. Them, Do you remember there was a fashion again? This was probably in the late eighties, maybe a bit later, uh, and it only lasted like one year because everyone realised it was ridiculous. Where there were suits, men, businessmen wearing suits, but the, instead yeah. of a trouser, they were wearing a short. Yeah, it's the silliest thing in the world. It was ridiculous, like three quarter length sh- sh- shorts and part as part of a suit. It was but atrocious. They, they, they still they still wear them. They in places like Australia, where, like hot places and. Well, the, Aust- the Australians do, are, are famously bonkers, aren't they? Yeah, with short-sleeved shirts with ties. As well, oh, that doesn't work for me at all. Thank you for that. Let's go to Verinda. Oh, no, we won't. Uh, Verinda. Yeah, um, I've got a feature for you. Oh, brilliant. Lovely. Let's have it. Uh, why don't you, 
or Agent Chris uh, attempt to beat a world record? Huh? Oh, yes or no? Hello? Hello? Is that Arinda? Yes or no? Yeah. What's happening? What's up? I'm alright. How you doing? I'm fine, bruv. Yeah, uh, I wanted to. Uh, I was speaking to Ian. Uh, I think he boiled it. He has. He always boils it, doesn't he? Yeah. You, you come out with some good stuff, Arinda. Yeah, cheers. Uh, it's, uh, you come out with some really good ideas. Yeah. Where's his but, respect? Come on, Ian. Talk to him. Talk to the man. He's got some good ideas. He talks a lot of sense. You know he does. Yeah. Go on then. Tell me a world record attempt by you or uh, Agent Chris. What do you want them to do, Verinda? Uh, anything, but it has to be a, a, a world record. Uh, they have to be a world record. Try and at least anyway. I reckon I should see how many Mars bars I could eat in one go. Uh, yeah. How many Maltesers did he have? He hasn't said he's kept that top secret. Why is that? I he probably only had one. <laughs> he only had one? Yeah. <laughs> You're probably right. He's probably too embarrassed to tell everyone what he had. Yeah. Or, uh, uh, the run out, I don't know. Yeah. Chris probably didn't have enough money to go back to the food machine in the hallway. Yeah. Uh, or, uh, the, uh, I don't know, the Maltesers run out, uh, or, uh, Agent Chris ate them all, uh, I don't know. Agent yeah. Chris probably had them. Did he tell you that, um, did you hear the, um, the guy who said, put them in the fridge before you eat them? Yeah. Is that why you can't melt them in your mouth? Because I know what, I know, I know what you do. At low speeds, the Lexus RX 400H, high performance. About the Maltesers, that's why we, we didn't do it, we completely forgot to do it. The first hour of the show, if you missed it, was me uh, taking bets on how many Maltesers I could shove in my mouth at one go, uh, and we forgot. I'll do it at home tonight. Something. Uh, Liam! Hello, mate. Hello, Liam. How you doing? Yeah, very well, thank you. Um, I was phoning in because there was a, a guy on your show about... Oh, about an hour and a half ago, who was saying about how hard it was to get through to your radio station. You proved him wrong yes. by phoning up the radio station right there and then. Yes. Yeah, it's not that it's hard to get on. It's yeah. just I think that Chris is a bit cracky and never phones you back. Oh, but my producer, Agent Chris? Yeah. Why is, why is that? I don't know. Well, well, you better ask him why he never phones you back. Well, let's, let's ask him. Chris, why do you never phone Liam back? Well, I did. He's on the air. Yeah, today... Yeah, uh, probably about one one out of five times he does it. Prove it. <laughs> I can't prove it. Uh, well, wait, next time I phone... We, we're, Liam, we're... sorry, if you've got no evidence, I'm afraid I have to come down on Chris's side. S- sorry, it's just the, the way it goes. Yes, line four, you're on the air. I'm sorry, if you've got no evidence, I'm afraid... Uh, yeah, I like, down you're on the, on the air. I'm on the air. Yes. The way it goes. Turn your radio off. Yeah? Sorry, if you've got no... Oh, for God's sake. Hello, Chris, hey. Yes. Cauliflower cheese, baby. Cauliflower cheese, mama. Cauliflower cheese, papa. That's right, cauliflower cheese. <laughs> if you missed the show today, it sounded like this. Line nine, you're on the air. See, it's me. It's easy to get through. 
I phoned up the show while I'm on the air, so that fella was talking out of his backside. Have a guess who this is. I've got about a time. I've got about a time. I've got about a time. Who do you think that is? I bet it's you. No, it's not. I'll give, give you a clue. It's it's Duncan Ballantyne. Have another listen. Is it higher or lower than six? It's higher. Is it five? No. I've not got a time. I've not got a time. It's Duncan Ballantyne. Who do you think it is? Oh, I don't know. Uh, what number is it? It's ten. But you've got a guess. Is it ten? How did you How did you guess? Do you want to hear it again? It's Duncan Ballantyne. I'll play it again. Here we go. <laughs> I've not got a time. I've not got a time. I've not got a time. It's Duncan Ballantyne. Who do you think it is, Esther? Five Paul. My mouth isn't uh, uh, wide enough to squeeze fifty small geezers in at the same time. Yeah, like we're gonna we're gonna call ourselves Upper Street because uh, it's like that's like where we live, and because we it, what it's saying is like we're like the Upper Street, sort of sponsoring a roundabout. You know, in about 1980, John Lennon and Yoko Ono did those big posters in New York saying "War is over." I thought of doing something like that. I want to lie on the floor with my mouth open and Chris just to drop them in slowly. You can come round to my house any day and. What are you wearing right now, Mark? Nothing. Thanks very much for that. That's unpleasant. Can we just have no more nude callers? Wow. That was action-packed. If only we'd done the thing with the Maltesers, it would have been... Uh, I feel I've let you down, London. Again. Uh, never mind. You know... Things happen. Uh, OK. Triple M coming up next, 0870-9090-973. Calls go straight to air. Seven-second delay. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. Apart from that, pretty much anything goes. Uh, we'll do it after the news, innit? <laughs> no, so those headphones, it sounds funny, because it's plugged into a different system. We don't want you in here anyway. Uh, I don't, don't want to be in there. OK, Triple M, 0870-9090-973. Calls go straight to air. You know the rules. Line one, you're on the wireless. If you've missed this part of the Ian Lee show, you're one of the lucky ones. Well, how very dare you. Uh, line eight, you're on the wireless. Hello, eh? Oh, it's Graham. How are you today, eh? You, how come you don't phone up for the normal part of the show? Is that because you know you won't get on? It's, it's probably got something to do with Chris's vendetta against me. Oh, I don't think Chris is a... I take it to all old people as well, will you? Well, not all old people. We embrace old people now. Oh, do you? Yes. Can I have line line ten cleared up as well? It's, it's hashed up for some reason. Who's hashed up? Here? Steady on, come oh, on. Bit, bit of a drug reference. No, then. not a drug reference. We have there is a hash symbol. I know, I know, I know I'm on your side there. In. Done a bit of a favour for you, in. Oh right, yeah. You know, nice act. No, 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 nothing bad, in. Yeah. Went to went to Croydon. We listened to Philip in the South Norwood earlier. In. Oh yes. And Talking uh, about the, the the tram stops that's being. Right, in. Guess what I've done? You sponsor the tram stop. I've got you. On the tram station. Oh, that's very kind. Thank you. On there. It's got your website. It's got a big picture of your big, lovely face there. Brilliant. Big face smiling over coin. It's, uh... Thank you for that, Graham. That's very yeah, generous. It's going to cost about £300. Eh? Excuse me? It's going to cost about £300. Eh? Well, it, as long as you can afford it, that's great. No, no, it's on, on top of the... It's now £600. Pounds, you I don't owe you any pounds. money. Give me everything, eh? Goodbye, Graham. Uh, we forgot to do the Maltesers. Line two, you're on the wireless. Good evening, this is Pitcher Phil with Baseball News. The Cardinals are one game away from the World Series. Last night, beating the Mets 4-2. to two. Can they do it tonight, or will the Mets take it to seven games? Listen to LBC and watch the game on five. More news soon. Pass, Pass it on. on. Line eight, you're... Oh, what's wrong with this? Line eight, you're on the wireless. Hello? <laughs> no! 
Okay. Uh, line nine, you're on the wireless. Hey, it's Christian O'Connell. Oh, hello, Christian O'Connell. Oh, I heard you earlier in. Why are you bottling? <laughs> Listen, this is this weird guy, Kev, who kind of hassles me a bit, wants me to phone up and do, do part of your... Competition. I had to cut him off because we were mentioning uh, another radio station a bit too much. Now, come on in. Let's be serious. Yes. You should ring in. Why? Because you should win £10,000. But I'm not going to win £10,000 because I'll have proper Hollywood stars phoning in. Oh, no, but you are. You're a celebrity here. Oh, for God's... Love your show. Yeah, but the, the, listen, the, the, it, last time it was won by someone who got Jack Bauer to call in. Now, listen, Ian. In fact, I don't think, I don't think Jack Bauer won. I think someone beat Jack Bauer. Take the risk, Ian. Call the number. We'll speak to you tomorrow. No, it's not going to happen. Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Ian's Duncan's Valentine. Excuse me? Ian's Duncan's Valentine. Excuse me? Ian's Duncan's Valentine. Excuse me? <laughs> what was, uh, that all about? Just nice to know. Yes. Uh, line seven, you're on the wireless. Yeah, okay. What is happening today? Line four, you're on the wireless. Moscow, Hippophant, Raw High Calhoun. Hit me with some flange. Oh, for goodness sakes. I don't Come know on, I... hit me with some flange. Oh. Flange. Yeah. Flange. Flange. There we go. Thank you. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Hello, can I ask you two questions? Uh, but I may not answer them. Okay, number two. Uh, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Uh, the chicken did. Pardon? The chicken. Right, so I thought the egg came first. Sorry? Bye-bye. What? What happened there? I hope we don't get freaks like this tomorrow at 3.30 when Upper Street from the excellent television series, uh, MTV television series, uh, uh, Totally Boy Band are on the air. There's an ex- there's an ex-New Kid on the Block, there's uh, an ex-Another Level, an ex-911, and Bradley from the S-Club 7s. It don't get no better than that. It don't get no better than that. They're here tomorrow for Music Thursday at 3.30. Uh, line nine, you're on the wireless. I'd like to see you in a nice pair of slacks. Uh, okay, thank you. Uh, line ten, you're on the wireless. No, you're too slow. Line nine, you're on the wireless. Ah, it's, uh, Alex here, Ian. Oh, bonjour, Alex. Bonjour. You know that uh, Paris is the fashion metropolis of the world, and yeah. I was thinking for your trousers, yes. you might like the buccaneer style that goes three-quarters of the way down the leg. Oh, no. Because... <coughs> because they make... Are you all right? Yeah, I, I have a little cough. The, <laughs> they're making you look a little bit shorter. Yes. Now, they look silly, those three-quarter-length trousers. It depends on if you uh, you are a nice slim figure and uh, you have uh, good legs. I don't have good legs, I'm afraid. No. uh, I I put my thinking hat on again and I come back with another. Bless you, Alex. Thank you for that. Appreciated. Live five, you're on the wireless. Uh, What happened to that clip? Uh, Remember when I just said no? (sighs) (laughs) Remember, Verinda. Just say no. All right. Hey, guess who's going to be hopefully calling us Friday between four and five? Who? Have a guess. Friday, I've had three emails from the fella 
Friday between four and five, hopefully. Oh, shut up now, you tall rag. Fingers crossed. Well, yes, sir. Yes. Okay. Do you want to speak to Yasser when he calls? Yeah, all right then. That's 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 my dream. Is having those two fr- uh, those two gentlemen on the phone together. That's the dream. Hopefully, yes, London. I can reveal it now. I have received an email. Let me read the email. In fact, I think I've got it. It's in the Yasser file. Oh no! Don't tell me. Oh no! I've, de- I've deleted it. Have I? Um, hang on a second. Oh, no, 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 no. Hang on a second, hang on a second. This is too important to, uh... Oh, I've deleted it. Chris, you've got them, have you? Can you find them, uh, find them for after the, the, the news and we'll, we'll read those out because it's, uh... It's genius. I can't believe I deleted that. Uh, okay, uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Yes, bro. Hey, Rab. Dick, you got, uh, you got, um, Upper Street, innit? Upper Street coming in tomorrow at 3.30, it's wicked. It Bradley from S Club 7, innit? Yes. I used to go to school with him. Oh, really? Yeah, he's from the same area as me. Oh, right, nice one. He's a good bloke, he is. He's a, I've met him before, he's a very good bloke. Yeah, tell him I'll meet him in the park at seven. Okay. He'll know what it's about. Okay, excellent. We're obviously gonna go for, on their bikes or something and have a play, which is good fun. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Flange or Shokai? Flange. <laughs> yes, there we go. We'll have, uh... Oh, we've got the email. We'll, we'll read that uh, after the news, the email from Yasser. Um... Well, he threatens to come on on Friday, and I've written back to him, begging him. I'll read that in a bit. Uh, more Triple M uh, coming up in a few moments. 0870 is the telephone number. Uh, we, we can do better, I think, than we've done this quarter. So, come on, after, after the news, really up your game a wee bit. If you could create your own world, what would you have? We'll call, like, three, four, five times a show sometimes, and then he just stopped. Uh, and he sent me several emails today, uh, one uh, asking how to end an eBay his eBay auction, quicker than it's listed. Uh, something else. Uh, and then he sent me this one. This is my favourite one. Ian, do you what's happening this Sunday? Let's see if you can make it... Th- By the way, there's no full stop or punctuation in this. If there's any pauses, I'm adding those. Ian, do you what's happening this Sunday? Let's see if you can make it third time lucky and know when the clocks go forward and when they go back. And I can prove this to you. I may call this week, probably on Friday, between four and five, and I prove to you once and for all that I am right about this. And then you will have to say that you lied twice about the clocks going forward and back. And if you don't do this, I will not listen to your show again, except that if I am a co-presenter alongside you. See you. Oh, shut up now, you tall rag. So, fingers crossed, Friday, between four and five, he's coming back. Can't guarantee it, but it's got to be worth a listen, and it's got to be worth listening to see if he does. Uh, okay, last eight minutes of the show, Triple M, uh, line eight, you're on the wireless. I think you should wear a nice pair of hot pants. Yes, well, now, there's something to be said for the leather or the PVC hot pants. I think I'd look good in that. And now I've got a backside, now after we're going to the gym, I've actually got buttocks. I think I could carry it off. Line ten, you're on the wireless. Hi, I've got two interesting points. One is, why is abbreviation such a long word? And also, why does lisp have an S in it? Uh, you should write stand-up comedy in the 1980s. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Thursday from the damn bastard. Oh, hello. Um, question. Yes. Chris from Crouch End. Yes. Or, um... The other one, you know. Uh, I think I'd go for... I think I'd go for the other one. Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Hello there. Yes. Hello, is that, is that Ian? Yes, you're on the air. Hello, Ian. Just swinging out about your hot pants. Oh, yeah, lovely. No, no, I think, basically, I think you should go to, um, Primarni. Yes. You know Primarni? Do you know Primarni? I'm, I'm not aware uh, of it. No, that's Primark. Right. Which, but it's called Primarni, basically. Right. And you can get yourself a nice pair of leotards with a, a G-string. Okay, lovely. What? Yes, line five. Hello, Ian. Ken Livingstone here. Hello, Ken. 
Yes, Ian, I'm just, uh, I, as you know, I've been in the news a lot today. Yes. I just want to make your listeners aware of a few things I'm phasing in over the next month. OK, Ken, thank you for choosing us. Yes, the first one, Ian, there's only two, Ian. The first one is, uh, I'm bringing a charge in for walking around London, Ian. OK, it makes sense, yep. Yes, because why should they get away with walking, you know? They should pay for it, Ian. Yes, make, uh, make the streets clearer. That's it, Ian. The second one, Ian, which is a bit controversial, I'm uh, breathing in London, Ian. Oh, right. I'm charging for that breathing. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. It's my air, Ian. It belongs to me. London belongs to me, Ian. Yes. Hey, well, good work, Ken. Thank you for that. OK, tatty bye. Tatty bye now. There we go. Good lad. Uh, line six, you're on the wireless. Standard. Evening standard. It's official. Even Ian Lee phones Ian Lee on LBC 97.3. More news tomorrow. And then he listens to himself, and then he puts the phone down. Uh, yes, line five. Hello, Ian. Hello, Wisdom. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm fine, very well. How's everything going? Everything's all right. How's Agent Chris? He's fine. Did you call? Yeah. And um, how are all the callers? They're, right? they're all good. I'm glad we got that sorted out. Yes, line ten. captured by alien beings. One destroyed. We will Okay, lovely. Uh, line five. Uh, Ian, there's a film not going to bet that all the critics are raving about, and I just don't want the public to be duped into going to see it. It's rubbish. What film is that? The Departed. Uh, well, who's in that? Well, it's, it's got an all-star cast, it's directed by Martin Scorsese, it's got Jack Nicholson, it's got Matt Damon, Leonardo DiCaprio, oh, yes. Martin G. I've seen the poster for that, yes. It's terrible. It's just... Scorsese's past his best, and everyone overacts, and it's got no storyline to it, it's too long, it's drawn out, it's pointless, you don't care about anyone, so don't you, bother. Did, did you like it, then? It weren't bad, it weren't bad, it passed a pleasant couple of hours. Good lad, thank you very much. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. <laughs> no, you're too slow. Line five, you're on the wireless. Hello? Hello? Yes, you're on the air. You mean, yeah, where's that funny man? I haven't heard him today. The fellow always says, you want to pee in the swimming pool? You know, the fellow we done if he's a man or a lady. Oh, she was on earlier on, wasn't she? I think, uh, yeah. Have you ever peed in a swimming pool? Yeah. Line seven, you're on the wireless. Hi. Hi there. Who are you? What's your name? Uh, my name's Ian. What's yours? Uh, Henry. Names are fun, aren't they? Huh? Yeah. Uh, line th- three, you're on the wireless. Oh, yeah. Mr. here. Oh, hey, Verinda. How's it going? Oh, that's all right. How you doing, yeah? Yeah, yeah. fine. We just had someone up phoning up asking where you've been. Oh, I've, I've just been here. I haven't yeah. been anywhere, just listening to your show. Oh, okay, nice one. Do you want to say anything funny or rude or anything, or...? No, no, that's not me. That's not like me at all, is it? No, no, not at all. I'm, okay. I'm never rude, am I? No, no, not at I'm all. I'm just very shy, that's all. Yeah, very... That's, that's why I speak like this. Yeah, okay. Well, thanks for calling, Verinda. Okay, bye-bye. Good lad, there we go. Uh, line one, you're on the wireless. And... Yes. I'm a very bad girl in leather hot pants. Um, uh, line six, you're on the wireless. Um, yeah, I just missed Verinda. I'd like to leave a message. Um, just to say I did everything um, you asked for on Monday. You know, I even told them you were funny. But, darling, it's Wednesday now, and I've still not got my money. Oh, blimey. Okay, there we go. Uh, line three, you're on the wireless. Oh, hi, Ian. This is Rick Nafari. Just a uh, fan of the stage. Thanks for your views on that. Um, I'm only cutting you off bit more cooler Excellent. Thank you. Uh, line ten, you're on the wireless. Slush puppies, way ahead. Oh, that was creepy, wasn't it? That made me feel slightly uncomfortable. Slush puppy, hey, hey, hey. Oh, that made me feel more uncomfortable. Yes, line seven. Quick joke for Verinda, it's clean. Excellent. Uh, line two, you're on the wireless. Slush puppy, hey, hey, hey. Oh, my God. 
Uh, line f- f- five, you're on the wireless. Yeah, Ian, uh, you know Evening Standard, man, how do you know he always listens to himself? Sorry, what? You know Evening Standard, Oh, man. yes. How, how do you know he always goes off to listen to himself? Well, because what, what he quite often does is he'll then switch the radio on and hear it, yeah. but he'll forget to hang his phone up. Yeah, but we, I, I never hear that. I'm always trying to listen to see if that's, that's how you know, and I can never hear anything. Oh, stuff that we we don't. Are you listening on like rubbish FM? No, I'm listening on uh, Sky at the moment. Oh, you should be able to hear it then. He didn't do it much today, to be honest. Uh, but normally he'll he'll switch the radio up and hear himself and forget to hang up. So you'll oh. just hear like you'll hear him in the background. How funny! Ve- very funny. Yes, light seven. <laughs> yeah, well, I, 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 can't, I can't hear any of that. <laughs> what was that? Jeez. Um, line two, you're on the wireless. Oh, hi, Ian. Yes. Just a quick question. You know your burping thing, where you can't burp? I cannot belch, that's correct. Yeah, well, see, I've got the same problem. I didn't know if there was some sort of medical reason that you found out, because I certainly don't know. No, I, there isn't, I don't think there is. I, 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 I belch, maybe, well, I used to belch, like, twice a year by accident, like, yeah. tiny little ones. And, and you don't know it's coming. It's no. A tiny, like... Uh, that's it, that's, that's all it that's comes it. As I'm getting older, I'm doing it more, but I can't force a belch, and I, just, I, oh, I normally man. just sit there feeling very bloated, so... Yeah, yeah, it's not so bad for you. It's like when, when you're out and you're having a beer and stuff, yeah. you know, you can have three pints and oh. that's your limit. Yeah, you, yeah, it used to be awful when I used you to drink beer. You just feel like you're going to explode. Yeah, totally, you, and you just have this big bulging belly. I uh, just, sometimes I feel like going to the doctors and saying, look, you know, what's happened to me and can it be reversed? Uh, do you know what? I think you should. I've thought, this is true, I've thought about doing this as well, but I've bottled out of it's it. It's weird, yeah. I but, mean, but I th- I, I'm I think seriously th- thinking about it, cause it's uncomfortable. I think you should go and do it. I'll let you know the outcome, yeah? Good lad, thank you very much. Uh, line five, you're on the wireless. Ian! Yes. It's Jason in Ricelet. Hello, Jason in Ricelet. Hello, how are you? I'm, I'm, I'm really tired, but I'm fine. Okay. Uh, I just want to wish my wife happy sixth, uh, year anniversary. Oh, uh, did, did, did you forget to get her a present then? No, I had to go out last night and get one quick. <laughs> oh, that's terrible! Oh, no, I can't condone that. That's very, very naughty. What's this email that's been sent at this time of the day? Um, shall we say something Upper Street? Uh, oh, look, look, look! Oh, we'll keep that, we'll keep that, because that's, that's good. That's uh, an email about Upper Street. Coming in tomorrow, 3.30, by the way. Yeah, uh, line... Oh, I can't do this. Why isn't that working? I've muffed this up, look. Line six, you're on the wireless. Daddy long legs, daddy long legs. Ian, just pull your legs off if they're too long. In fact, why don't you go in the garden and use a lawnmower to cut the grass and then cut your legs off? What? Blimey, that's very macabre, isn't it? <laughs> wow, luckily I can laugh at that. Yes, line two. Hello, um, this is Vilo. Me and my cat, we uh, love your show. It's very good. What has happened on your show today, Ian? Hey, it's a guy ripping off Borat. That's a, a novelty. Right, we'll end it there, shall we? That's probably enough. Clyde Ball on at 8 o'clock. He was in excellent form last night as I was playing Tomb Raider and listening to that. Uh, uh, why did you cut me off? I couldn't hear you. That's why, Verinda. Uh, Gary King is back for the big quiz tonight at 7. Nightly News uh, next. I'll see you tomorrow at 3. Thank this you. This show is completely f- If Ian Lee in any way approaches being funny, he doesn't mean...